Blog Talk Radio. You're now tuned in to Liberation Tabernacle Ministries right here on Culture Freedom Radio. Now it's time for the lions to come out and roar. <laughs> You're now tuned in to Culture Freedom Radio, the home of Lions Vibe Radio, Liberation Tabernacle Ministry, and much, much more. Talk radio that wake up the minds of the people. Shalom, shalom. Can y'all hear me? Con. All right, all right. I'm going to start off this prayer. Start off with prayer tonight. Get up my prayer. Start off with prayer. Y'all bow your heads. Shema, Yasha'ala, Yahawala, Hayyanawa. Yahweh <laughs> Shalom, 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 Shabbat shalom. Welcome to Liberation Tabernacle Ministry. Uh, I am the Chief Rabbi, uh, and I also am. One of your spiritual leaders of the Liberation Tabernacle Movement. Tonight, we're going to be getting into some stuff about Christianity. So, um, something I'm going to get into is six and four. Deuteronomy 6 and 4. Deuteronomy 6 and 4. It says, Shema Yasha'Allah Yahweh Alahayinah Yahweh Khan. Here in Israel, the Lord our God is only one. Now, we'll take time for the Most High. Yeah, He is only one. Now we get into Deuteronomy 18, 18, it says, I will raise them up a prophet. 
from among their brethren, like them Timothy. Now, we're going to get into some scriptures, other scriptures tonight, that goes along with what we're going to be talking about, which is Christianity and Jesus Christ. And this man who God ignorantly called Jesus Christ, who in the Hebrew means Yahavashah, meaning my faith. So Exodus, the 20th chapter, the first verse says, God spoke all these statements saying, I am a son of God who has taken you out of the land of Egypt from the house of slaves. It Exodus 20 and 3. You shall not recognize the God of the in my place. You shall not make yourself and cause any flaw, any likeness of that which is in the heavens above or on the earth or in the world beneath the earth. So, God is pretty much a Yahweh is pretty much saying that the only person you bowed down to is him. Now, when you get into Deuteronomy 18, 18, it says, I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren. Excuse me, like I said, now, when it comes time for Jesus Christ, we got to look at where this Jesus Christ comes from. Because when we get into the teaching of Jesus Christ, <coughs> we were raised up, a lot of you all, that Jesus Christ is the Lord and he is the Savior. He always told you the preacher always told you that Jesus was God. Now, if Jesus was God, then was Jesus in the beginning? Right. How come Jesus had a mother and father. God ain't have no mother and father. God or Yahweh was birthed. He has no pre- no birthright. He has no birthright. Right. He is omnipotent. Okay. Now, when you get into this Jesus, the Old Testament came first. Now you're getting into the word Bible. Bible means books. Now when we getting into who taught that this Jesus stuff that you hear, right? I'm gonna get into this. According from Babylon Timbuktu. From Babylon Timbuktu, it says page forty nine. 
the offspring of Judaism are Christianity and Islam. Now, history was repeating itself. The proponents of Christianity said to the Jews, we accept your Bible, morals, monotheism, only receive from us Jesus Christ, the great prophet, the Messiah of whom all the prophets spoke in the scriptures because the Jews refused, they would despise and hate. Now, according to Dr. Rudolph H. Rudolph R. Windsor, he said that Christianity, Christ's teaching, was the offspring of the teachings of Yahweh, meaning that this was an add-on book, that this was an add-on teaching. Now, my children, right, bears witness to what Rudolph Windsor was saying. And also, the New Testament backs up that. Deuteronomy 32 and 39 says, See now that I am he, and no God is with me. I put the death and I bring the life. I struck down and I will heal. And there is no rescue from my hand. So pretty much right now, there is no rescuer but Yahweh. So Jesus is an add-on teacher. Okay? Because when you get into the history of talk, there is no such thing as the New Testament. No such thing. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Second John, and I do quote from them scriptures. <coughs> but the New Testament was created by the Greeks. Now, the Greeks messed up because in John 10 and 34, Jesus bore witness to him not being God, him not just being the only one to have God power. He said, John 10 and 34, if Jesus asked them, it is not written in your law. I say, ye are God. So he bears witness to the fact that we all have the power of God in us. If we all have the power of God in us, then Jesus ain't the only one who can get to the Father. Now, let me ask you something. For some of you Christians out here, because Rudolf Winsor talks about in this chapter from Babylon to Mother, he talks about the Christians changed the Sabbath day and how they changed the whole Torah, uh, the whole meaning of Torah. Now, let me emphasize. 
if Jesus Christ is Lord, if he said he is not the only God, but there is God all around, which is in all of us, then how can Jesus, if he is a high power, how come he got killed in the park? Shalak, you kind of getting muffled a little bit, brother. Can you hear me now? Couple Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can I hear you? All right. All right. Now, Jesus is the only power. Now, listen to this. If Jesus is the only power, how can he allow when it comes down for Exodus, Exodus 15 and 3, it says, The Hashem, Yahweh, is a man of war. Yahweh is his name. Now, if Jesus is God, God is all powerful, all, all powerful. My God is a man of war, according to Exodus 15 3. Who wouldn't let no man crucify him? Who wouldn't let no Greek, European motherfucker throw him up on a damn cross? So if Jesus is God, then guess what? God is a weak-ass nigga, man. I put that down. God is weak, saying God is weak and shit. And you said God has no power. That's what you Christians are saying. No, y'all say it. my God is alive. Oh, that's right. He is alive. That's right. Okay. Okay. And ain't no damn way my God gonna let no man, I don't care who the fuck he is, throw him on that cross. You know what I'm saying? He ain't gonna let no damn man put, put him on that damn cross. According to Exodus 15.3, Yahweh is a master of war. That means if somebody goes against you, you're supposed to be ready to go against them. If Jesus, Jesus was all about love, that contradicts him being God, Exodus 15, 3, because Yahweh was a man of war. You say Jesus is all about peace. Jesus, what it said, and what it was scripture is quote, John three sixteen. What's that scripture? For God's love the world that he gave his only God for everlasting life. God so loved the world, he gave his only God for everlasting life. Now, first John says, and let me get out the right scripture.
First John two and fifteen. He says he was contradicted. He said first John first John two and fifteen. He said, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man have if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. But that contradicts John three sixteen. What Jesus said, He loved the world. God loved the world. He gave His only begotten Son, everlasting life. So you said that Jesus loved everybody. Then God contradicted Jesus' bullshit. At First John two fifteen, He said, "God loved not the world." So my God don't love the goddamn world. But this nigga named Jesus loved the world. Okay, it says, but look, love, 1 John 2.15, God said love not the world, neither things are in the world. If any man loves the world, love the Father not in him. That means Jesus didn't have no Father in him because he loved the world. You forget when you're going in the book of Matthews, the 15th chapter, 24th verse, Jesus was healing everybody but his own people. Jesus was going all around the world, healing the Greeks, the Romans. He healed this one damn Greek lady who wrote about shit. You know what I'm saying? God called, called a woman a dog in Matthews, the 15th chapter. They started with 24th verse going all the way in. You know what I'm saying? So why was Jesus saving a goddamn dog knowing that his father called this woman a dog? If you were a man that you loved your father, you got the father in, you would not love no damn dog. You wouldn't get no dog shit. That means that Jesus ain't have no father in him. He ain't have no strongness in him. That's why he was allowed to get crucified. That's why he got crucified on the cross. Because he was weak as hell. He ain't have no power. And all I know is my God got power. Exodus 15. That's shit. The Lord is a man of war. Shoot, that's all I gotta say. Let me go go to another damn uh another damn script. This is like Deuteronomy nineteen twenty one. Your eyes shall not pity. Life shall not pity. So Jesus was uh saving people all around the world that won't Hebrews, <laughs> God said, God ain't said to save everybody. He said, life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot. So this is contradicting Jesus. So Jesus and God couldn't have been the same person because God said, if a man does you wrong, you do him wrong too. 
Deuteronomy 19.21. So, and that wasn't Jesus' teaching. Because when you're reading in, and let me get up the scripture. Galatians 3, no, Romans 10 and 12. Romans 10 and 12. Let me get that scripture. Romans 10 and 12. Romans 10 and 12. It says, For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all. The all that call upon him. So that's the teaching of Jesus Christ. That's the teaching of Jesus Christ. There is no Jew nor Greek falls aside. You know what I'm saying? So Jesus believed in saving everybody. He believed in everybody being the same. Well, if everybody's the same, then you telling me that that the, this damn dirty white beast who enslaved us for 500 years got the same DNA as us, do the same thing we do. You say we come from the same place. That's got to be a damn lie. That's got to be a lie. Because I know damn well, them damn Europeans that they call Jews over there, they can't sing and dance. Okay? They can't sing and dance. They can't play no football. They can't do none of that shit. So it can't be... No God in them. So Jesus being the same as God, shit, it's a contradiction. It's a damn contradiction. Deuteronomy 7 and 3. Let's get that. Now, Deuteronomy 7 and 6. Let me get out this question. Deuteronomy 7 and 6. Is for you are a holy people to us, Yahweh, your God. Yahweh, your God, has chosen you to be for him. A treasured people above all the people that are upon the face of earth. Okay. It is not because you are more numerous than all the people. There, Yahweh desire you and choose with you, for you are the fewest of all the peoples. Okay, so right there, we are we are uh, 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 there's only a few so-called Black Americans out here down Judahites. There's only a few of us left. You know what I'm saying? White folks is all over the damn place. Look at TV. You know what I'm saying? Bunch of damn, you know what I'm saying? White folks all over to you, all of them. 
You look at Univision. Ain't number white folks. You know what I'm saying? Ain't number of few Negroes left. So Jesus accepting these Europeans. Okay? Him and Paul and Timothy and all the rest of the damn Europeans in that New Testament saying that there's no difference. God said there is a difference. So ain't no way Jesus and God be the same person. And these Christians out here who believe this shit, <laughs> y'all are all wrong. All right, let me go to another script. Go to another script. It's in Deuteronomy 32 and 15. It says, Joshua became fat and kicked. You became fat. You became thick. You became corpulent, and it deserved. God's is made and was contemptuous contemptuous of the rock of its salvation. So, yeah, I would say he's on salvation. He didn't put Jesus in that. It's that they will provoke his jealousy with strangers. They would anger him with abomination. They would slaughter to demons with, without power. God's whom they knew not. Newcomers recently arrived whom your ancestors did not dread. You ignored the rock who gave birth to you and forgot God who brought you forth. And see, that that, that sounds like a lot of us. You know, forgot your heart. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us in all this mess and shit, we forgot your heart. <coughs> And we call on Jesus. We call on Jesus. And he has no power. He is nobody. You know what I'm saying? He is a damn idol. Okay? So, we go to Isaiah 55 and 1. Isaiah 55 and 1. Isaiah 55 and 1. Come, I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you the scripture of salvation. When you call on Jesus, y'all say he's saved. But it says right here, it says, Isaiah 55 and 1. Go, hope who, everyone who is thirsty, go to the fountains of living water, even one with no money, go buy and eat and buy wine and milk without money and without price. But it says go to the fountains of living water. If Jesus got crucified on the cross, right, that means he got killed. Somebody who's dead cannot come back. They aren't living. God's the only living one. So 
and I doubt that God, if he's if he's living everywhere, he's at all here at all times. I doubt anybody would be able to kill God. So all I gotta say is before you compare Jesus Christ to God, you better take a look at this shit. You better take a look at this shit. Because this ain't the same person. I don't care what you say. These ain't the same person. Okay? So, uh, so, uh, that's all I gotta say. And, uh, Shalom, and I'm gonna bring on the high priest of Liberation Tabernacle Ministry, a good brother we talked the other night about this. What we what this Lexington we should do the other night. <clears throat> but we said we were gonna bring out doing Shabbat night. About Jesus not having and not being equal to God. We were gonna have this discussion tonight. And so I'm glad that he saved it for tonight. Because like Alicia T said, this bird is on fire. I'm on fire. Shit, and not for Jesus, because he ain't the, the, the high power. That's like Yahweh. So we going to let him break down the difference between God and Jesus how Jesus could not be God. And that's what I'm bringing out on reference to Rostam. Our high peace. One of our favorite, my favorite teacher, who's been teaching for years, who been in this truth, who had, like I said, who, who had to pull me to the side and, and adjust me sometimes, let me know, but I get yourself back together. And he did. I've been next to this brother for almost a few years now. And we went through some of the same shit with this teacher that we've been brainwashed with. Okay? So, I'm going to bring him on. Brother, high, high priest, Ariel. Yahawada Yashal Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Yahawa. Yeah, Kwam Yashala. Rise up, Israel. Most definitely in the house, family. How y'all doing out there tonight, family? Peace and most love out there to y'all, each and everybody um, out there today. Uh, man, just in the house, man, with another excellent topic. And uh, 612, I'm going to come right at you before I get into anything. I'm going to come at you right fast. Uh, see what you got on the table, but yeah, we uh, just got an excellent topic tonight. Just want to throw something out here tonight. <clears throat> and first of all, let me say for the record, this is this is what this is not intended to beat up on Christians, uh, and no, no ways, no, and by all means, what we're trying to do here is liberation tabernacle ministry, just come in and try to edify 
the family and put things on the table to help you to well to uh, uh, let you look at things in a different perspective, and you know just just share the information, some things that we have learned and uh, been studying and going into the scriptures. Because yes, I would have to say, indeed, even though I studied the words, studied the Bible, we know that man. Man wrote it, yes, indeed, through the inspiration, but man has also other men, and I would say wicked men with other intentions have also put their hands on it and touched it and all and changed things around, whether through intentionally or unintentionally, because even through certain translations, uh, words have gotten lost, meanings have gotten lost, uh, because certain you know, there's probably no uh, just say you know, they, and I'm gonna hurry up, because in 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 translations, um, there's sometimes there's not a a a word maybe that in the English that it is in uh, the Hebrew, so they try to find something in close similarities to that, and you know, when you're dealing with that man, sometimes you lose the actual content of what's been said. But I'm going to get into this here. But tonight's topic of conversation was Christians. And I had to put this in there in, in this way to to get the Christians to think and to, to ask these questions. Christians, did you know that Jesus wasn't God in flesh? Did y'all know that? And let me read some of the description right fast. Uh, this proof of Christians, who told you that you were supposed to worship Jesus? That's the main key. Who told you that you were supposed to worship Jesus? Did Jesus, and we're using this term, y'all, we understand that we're Hebrews. So we're using this term tonight, Jesus, and that's not the title or name of a Hebrew uh, person or, or of ancient times or whatever. And I know some people, it ain't, this, this ain't the time tonight, the conscious community is talking about, ain't no Jesus existed and all that. That's not what we have, because primarily this teaching is to reach out to the Christians community to let them understand this Hebrew Bible. Make sure I'm saying this right. This Hebrew Bible, and we'll get into that a little later, that the Christians have touched it and made everything about Christianity, especially the New Testament. But this was a a, a Hebrew history, because there's history in there, poetry, prophecy, but through Christianity, dealing with Paul and what happened with that, that Judaic Christian thing. So now we have the New Testament and which is laced with all nothing but Christianity. So we want to make sure we said it. So we're using this title tonight, Jesus, for the sake of conversation. And most people in the Hebrew, dealing with the Paleo Hebrew, the ancient Hebrew, uh, we say uh uh um uh Yahweh But I'm using this title Jesus for the sake of conversation tonight. So let's understand and I might use them interchangeably. So y'all can start getting some similarities of what we're talking about in Hebrew. So we got to start as as Hebrews. We got to walk the people out of these false names. So we said that Jesus wasn't his name. We got to start walking the people out of these names and start using the proper context. So we say, Lord, we're going to say Yahweh. We're going to have to start using these names and get away from these titles, Jesus Christ, and just say, you know, uh, Yahweh Shammashiach. So the people can actually know instead of that Jesus Christ, so the people can start getting familiar with the words and quit using excuses where they don't know what god damn it they're gonna have to learn how they make you learn english they make all the spanish people come over here and learn english and they make a lot of us learn spanish so we're gonna have to start using the proper terms uh when it comes down to these ancient texts 
you know, so that's what we're going to have to do and get it back in proper context. Uh, but another thing, did Jesus, uh, well, did Jesus say he was God in flesh? And why are you calling the name on Jesus? Because this wasn't his name. But that's what some things want to get at. But did you know that Jesus wasn't God in flesh? And I got some scriptures that's going to go into that um, and ask these questions. Because if Jesus was God in flesh, I want to know who was he talking to. If he was God in flesh on earth, who was he talking to? According to the scriptures, when he was referring back, even on when he was on the cross saying, Eli, Eli, Lamsabethany, my God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? You mean to tell me God had a God? And y'all, I know y'all going to say, well, now that was the son talking to God. Hmm. But wait a minute. Y'all contradict yourself because sometimes you say he's God in flesh. And then another instance, you would say he's the son of God. So which one is it? That's a caller, right, fast. Before we get in deep into this, right, fast, because I got some scriptures I need to bring out. 612, 612, Eric 612. Peace, welcome to the Liberated Tabernacle Minute. All right, Peace, how you doing? Doing well, thanks for taking my call. All right, no problem. Yeah, if I could share a little bit, like, from my perspective, I was an atheist most of my life, and I became a born-again Christian two years ago, and I was studying the Bible a lot there was a time when I was kind of questioning whether or not Jesus was the Messiah and all these things. And I really did an in-depth study of the entire Old Testament, the Hebrew Bible, as you would call it. And I was found there's a lot of things in it that you haven't brought up. So you brought up the issue of why Christians worship Jesus. Well, when we come to this issue, you just go to the book of Daniel. In the book of Daniel, Daniel's one of the few people in the Hebrew Bible who was given a glimpse of Judgment Day itself. And if you're familiar with this passage, you should know this, where he says, he was given a vision, and in the vision he saw the Ancient of Days, which is God. And he saw, he saw a multitude seated before him, and the court was seated. So he's witnessing Judgment Day. And he says, I looked and I beheld as the angels brought the Son of Man, led him into the presence of the Ancient of Days, and to him was given the right to rule, reign, and to judge the nation. And people from every language, nation, and tongue bowed down and worshipped him. That's what it says. That's what Daniel saw. And if you go to the Gospels, Jesus referred to himself as the Son of Man. And he actually went as far as to say, I'm the, the Son of Man, as referenced by the prophet Daniel. So when you talk about this idea of, uh, of Jesus having the same position as God, that was laid out in Daniel. And even more than that, we see this symbolically pictured in the life of Joseph. Joseph is the literal archetype of the Messiah, and his life is parallel to the life of Jesus. How so? When you look at Joseph's life, Joseph's brothers represented the tribes of Israel, the entire nation. Jacob, in the beginning of the story, represents God. Joseph represents the Messiah, in this case, Jesus Christ. When he comes up, he's given, Joseph is given a special jacket which distinguished him from his brother. Right? Similarly, in the Gospels, you have when Jesus is baptized, the Holy Spirit comes upon him, and he's anointed, and that distinguishes him from all the other Israelites. Then you have an issue where Joseph has these dreams, and in these dreams, he's being shown that one day all of his brothers are going to bow down to him. Remember that? And he tells his brothers these dreams, and his brothers get angry with him. And it gets to the point where they want to kill him. Remember that? Now, when they do that, what ends up happening? Do they kill him themselves? No, they don't. What they do is they give him to the Gentiles, in, this, in their case, the Ishmaelites. They sell him to the Ishmaelites. 
they take his, his robe, they cut it up, dip it in blood, and present it to Jacob as if he's dead. Now, let that sink in for a second. Now, let's look at the story of what happened to Jesus. Did the, did the Jews kill him himself? No, they didn't. They gave him to the Gentiles. They sold him to the Romans, and they presented him as dead. That was the whole the exact same parallel. Now, look what happened in Joseph's life. The, his brothers are, and his father assume he's dead. In their mind, he's gone. They're not even thinking about him anymore. Meanwhile, where is Joseph? Joseph is out down in Egypt amongst the Gentiles. And amongst the Gentiles, Joseph gets elevated to the second man to Pharaoh. Now, notice what Pharaoh says to Joseph when Joseph is elevated. The Pharaoh takes off his signet ring, puts his ring on Joseph's hand, and says that in every regard, Joseph is the same as Pharaoh to everyone else. The only thing that distinguishes between them is Pharaoh's throne. So, in other words, wherever Joseph went in Egypt, everyone looked at him the same as Pharaoh. He had the exact same authority. Now, let's look at what happened in the, in the New Testament talks about Jesus. Jesus says, the Father has given me all authority on heaven and earth, and that he's the one to judge all the nations. Just like what was spoken of by the prophet Daniel. And now when you see, when Stephen is getting stoned, he looks up to heaven and he sees Jesus standing at the right hand of the Father. Exactly the same as, as Joseph was when Joseph was the right, man, right hand man to Pharaoh and had the same authority as Pharaoh. Now, let's look what happened when Joseph's brothers come to Egypt and meet him. This is paralleled in the book of Zechariah, chapter 14. Because in the 14th chapter of the book of Zechariah, it talks about how all of Israel will look upon him who they have pierced, and they will all mourn as one mourns at the passing of their firstborn child. Now, and then it says, after that, a spirit of grace and supplication will be poured out onto the entire house of Israel. This is Zechariah 14. Look what happened when Joseph's brothers come back to see Joseph. They see him. He, he goes through this whole plot with them, trying to, you know, pretend like they stole stuff from him. Eventually, he reveals himself. When he reveals himself, his brothers bow down to him, right, just like the dream was said. And they, they acknowledge his authority. Now, fast forward to when Jacob passes away, when their father passes away, his brothers come to him mourning. And now they have to acknowledge that the one that they had rejected and had sold off to the Gentiles, is now the second most powerful man on the planet Earth at that time, with complete authority. So, so, oh, so are you saying, Jesus. though, that the Jesus is God in flesh, though? Is that what you're saying? What I'm saying is Jesus has the same authority as God. That's exactly what he said, and that's exactly what the prophet Daniel said about the Messiah. He said that the Son of Man was led into the presence, presence of the Ancient of Days, and was given the right to rule, reign, and to judge the nation. That's God's authority. And it said that all the people of every language and tribe bowed down and worshipped him, the Son of Man. Think about that for a second. So that's saying that this Son of Man, who the prophet Daniel is seeing in his vision, who's brought before God, God gives him the same authority as God has, and then everyone bowed down and worshipped him the same way they worship God. And then let's mm. fast forward to Isaiah, the 53rd chapter. This is, what, this is what the chapter that convinced me that Jesus was the Messiah, along with other things in Daniel. We could talk about in Daniel. Daniel actually gives an in-depth timeline for when the Messiah was going to be cut off. And, and, notice you say, that, and notice what you're saying. You're saying Messiah. You're not saying God in flesh. And the question is tonight, was Jesus God in flesh? 
See, well, this the is first, the first the question has to be Israel answered is fans. Jesus the Messiah. If Jesus is the Messiah, then he has the same authority as God. That's what's prophetically already determined, that the Messiah would have the same authority to reign, rule, and to judge the nations, and that all of mankind would bow down and worship him. That's prophesied in Scripture, that that would happen. What, so is, what, is, a what, what, is, what is a Messiah? Well, there's the Messiah. The Messiah is the anointed one of God, the one that would be given the right to rule and reign and judge the nations, as prophesied by Daniel. So was Jesus? Now, so you, you, was can, you can refer Jesus to only Messiah. other messiahs like a like a like a like a Saul or a David who are anointed to be a king, but the Messiah is is the one referred to by Daniel, the Son of Man. Not only that, if you go to the opening first two chapters of Zechariah, in the first two chapters of Zechariah, God brings Joshua the high priest before him, and he says to Joshua, "Remember, notice the name Joshua." He says to him. He said to the angel next to him, take off the dirty robe that is on Joshua and put on him a clean robe and a new turban. And he says to him, Joshua, you and your associates around you, with you, are symbolic of what is to come. Now, why is it important that this Joshua is mentioned in the first chapter of Zechariah? Because the other Joshua of note in Scripture is the Joshua that followed Moses. Now, look at what they both did. The Joshua that followed Moses is the one that took the actual children of Israel to the promised land. Moses did not. Moses just got them to the river of Jordan. That's it. Yeah, yeah we understand. The second that. Joshua we see. But, but I'm trying to get Joshua to the point, though. We, we overstand all that. But see, here's the thing, because we don't see, we, we jump around. The whole point is Messiah, Messiah is nothing the same as Yah, the creator, God. That's, no, that's, that's totally different. That's different from a prophet. You can't equate God as being a prophet, the Messiah. You can't, uh, uh, the messenger. And see, when we're equating that Jesus is the same as see, God in flesh, because I, I, I've studied Christian doctrine. I understand. I've, I was a Christian once myself. They get to this point dealing with John, First John, when it's talking about in the beginning was the word. And then the word became flesh because they say that G, their word was God and the word was with God. So they're trying to use that and say that is the do. That is, Jesus is the embodiment of God himself. And I hear pastors teach this a lot. And they teach it, but they tricky with it because they, 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 they really confuse themselves. They'll say one minute he's the son, and then they get, you, know, you got you to gotta throw the Trinity in there. You can't talk Christianity without putting in the Trinity. Right, but that, that's, that's their misunderstanding. They're being in error because their issue is with most Christian churches, and this is what I found out when I went to church because when I became a Christian, I got born again in my home. I didn't go to church. I, I actually read the Bible cover to cover for two weeks straight just studying the Word of God myself. And when I would go to churches, to your point, I would hear these pastors speak, and I would see they would make a lot of errors because a lot of Christian pastors are more influenced by the doctrines of people like Martin Luther and John Calvin and that whole Protestant Reformation era, and they're more influenced by the commentary of these people more so than the Scripture itself. Because a lot of these pastors, remember, they go to these seminaries, and in these seminaries, they teach them the commentaries of the, the Protestant Reformers. That's where they get their, their, their doctrinal understanding from, not from just having an unbiased, you know, un, not like a no presumption and just studying the scripture for itself. That's why they come to these bad conclusions. But if you study the New Testament itself, the New Testament clearly teaches that Jesus is basically second in authority to God. The way they ordered it in the New Testament is there's God and over you know, Christ, 
price but over you man, man over all woman, that is, woman all over child. That is Christianity doctrine. That is that is that's not Hebrew doctrine. That is not. Well, Hebrew. I'm not that's talking about Christianity doctrine. doctrine. I'm talking about New Testament. And if you use Hebrew doctrine, doctrine, according to Hebrew, but according to Hebrew doctrine, the Messiah that was brought down through the. Uh, uh, Dealing with Paul and the Council of Nicaea, uh, Constantine. I got a book here. Y'all need to try, try to take this. Yeah, book but that out. has to do with the it's Catholic Church. Christian, Christian history. If you're going to talk main, about Council of Nicaea, it's called. See, you don't get. You don't see. And, and y'all, there's a doctrine called what's this shit? Damn, what's my book? Uh, soteriology. All of these things they made, and see, even a lot of those scriptures that these letters that was written. A lot of them, they came and changed a lot of it, and they insert a lot of the stuff in here dealing with uh, uh, so-called Jewish – I've noticed I didn't say Hebrew. There's a difference. With Jewish Gnostics and Christian Gnostics, and they came and how they want to mystify Jesus, make him this divine being and all of this stuff, even going back to Constantine. And you can study this thing called Soteriology. And it, let me get my book. It's a theology book. And so yeah, I, I know about Gnosticism. But Gnosticism was dealt with in the second century. I understand. That, that's, not, that's not in the New Testament. Read, is all about studying about yeah, the but study it, but of but if you read God first John, if you, if you read John's letters, John actually refutes Gnosticism. But he addresses it. He actually argues against a lot of this. In in the okay, you're saying Jesus, but okay, Jesus got all power. Now, people say Jesus got all power, but here's something in John. I'm glad you mentioned John. John 5 and 19 says that. No, no, I'm not, I'm not talking about the gospel of John. I'm talking about the first letter of John, John the, the apostle. Of John. Yeah, See, but I'm saying you brought, you brought up the point about Gnosticism, and I'm telling you that if you go to the first John, the epistle, John actually lays out an entire case against Gnosticism. That's what the whole book of First John is about. It's an argument against Gnosticism. Which you're all, of that, with Gnostic- all of that is Christian doctrine. It is Christianity who have taken over the Hebrew doctrine and inserted their own stuff, all of this stuff about the Jesus concept, and, and made it himself. Well, I mean, it was. Well, hold on. So you, are you telling me that, that the Messiah is not going to have the same authority as God? Hell no. Oh, so then you don't believe that. Moses prophesied. So you got to go back. See, you, well, hold on, hold on. So are you, are you telling me that the book of Daniel is illegitimate? that it was going to raise up a prophet among your, his brothers. You go I back hear to you on, when you say that, but I'm asking you, is the book of Daniel legitimate or it's not? It is. That doesn't mean he was talking about him. Oh, my goodness. So you're telling me that Daniel's a false prophet or did Daniel lie? Daniel was a false prophet. Oh, so See, then you no, tell me what, what was Daniel talking about? He was saying oh, son on, of man. Who, and even who he said, even he said son of man. He didn't say son of God. So you, you're not dealing with the issue I'm saying son of you're God. Not, you're not dealing we with what Daniel said. Daniel said that he saw a son of man. Not son of man. No, no, no. You're not hearing what I told you. When he says son of man in the Hebrew, it's Beneob of Adam, which is the, it's the same way of saying a man. man. Take that Christian doctrine, man. Take that Christian doctrine some fucking well. We ain't got time for that. See, that's that Christianity 101 bullshit. <laughs> White folks love trying to push that bullshit. We don't want to hear that, man. Go on with this shit. He wasted my motherfucking time, so I ain't even get a chance to get into what I want to bring out. See, another thing <laughs> is he want to bring out that Jesus got all power. That's what we want to bring out. Jesus got all power. He is even going to the, 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 the book of John. He not not uh, first John he talking about. He talking about this John. Here's what it says. First John, I mean John five and nineteen. Christians say he got all power. Then Jesus said unto them, 
Verily, verily, I say unto you, the son can do nothing of himself, but what he see the father do, what the things uh, soever he does, uh, these things do the son likewise. So he said he can do nothing of himself. So all y'all praying to Jesus, talking about he going to fix it. Jesus on the main line, he going to work it out. He can't do it. God, let me calm down. He can't do nothing. Even in this case, he said he can't do nothing of himself. Now, go back. to Let's get to something right fast. Let's go ahead and throw this, throw down on this. Everybody want to say, Jesus is God. He got the same power as God. Matthew. Go to the book of Matthew right fast. See, y'all Christians crazy as hell. See, all this old Christian doctrine. See, this is what this is why the conscious community always come at the Hebrews a lot because they getting these teachings from these damn Christians, right? And then they come challenge the Hebrew off of Christian doctrine because even though it is the Bible, but the Hebrews don't read this thing as the same way or as being interpreted as the Christians interpret it. It's, it's totally different because y'all got to understand you wouldn't have no Christianity if you didn't have no Hebrew Israelites or you didn't have no Israelites. It wouldn't be a such thing as Christianity. Please understand that it wouldn't be no even they didn't even have a scripture. They don't have nothing without the Hebrews and the writing from the Hebrews. No, there's no Christianity, fam. Understand this and under y'all get this Christianity. From another one is Paul, who was a, who was an Israelite himself, half Israelite. Let me let me let me put that in there. Who was a half Israelite, mulatto, who wanted to save his Gentile ass, heathen ass side of the other side of his family, the non-Israelite side. So he got to fix up a doctrine for them. And, and and I hear some Hebrews try to say that Paul was teaching to the Gentiles. He was teaching to the, the Gentiles, the, uh, 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 the Israelites who were uh, Hellenistic Jews. He was trying to bring them back into the fold of, 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 of the Hebrew. Now, hold up. Wait a minute. If, and I know I got to get back on point. But if he was trying to bring the Hebrews in back into the fold who had left, he wouldn't have been telling them they don't have to be circumcised because the, the, according to the Hebrew, dealing with the, uh, uh, the covenant and dealing with, with uh, uh, Abraham, I'm using these t- English titles, y'all, tonight so y'all can understand what I'm talking about. Dealing with, the, with Abraham, it had to, to do with the covenant and you had to keep the circumcision. So if he was trying to bring these so-called Hellenistic Jews back into the fold of, uh, of the culture, he would have been trying to, he wouldn't have been, uh, what you call that, um, Sam. Trying to sugar, not sugarcoat it. Damn, I can't get the word. Trying to provide, provide a way. I, it'll come to me in a minute. Trying to provide a way and uh, improvise and try to find out, okay, well, y'all ain't got to get circumcised. Okay, y'all ain't got to follow the law. Because if you, in, you, if you Judah, you Israel, you already know you got to follow the covenant. I mean, you got to follow the law, statutes, and commandments. So if you saying by, we're not under the law no more but grace, how in the hell was he trying to bring them back into the fold of, of the family of, of the Israelites? That's a goddamn lie. He was bringing them, creating his own doctrine called Christianity. Notice what they was calling them. They were first called Christians at Antioch. Antioch ain't even in the, what they call in, the, in that area of uh, the Middle East or in that area where Israel. Because number one, what did he say? I, 
I would not build my foundation on another man. I would not build my foundation on another man's doctrine. That's somewhere in Acts, y'all. I didn't get that one. He didn't even want to go amongst the disciples because he knew they would recognize that bullshiggity that he was trying to teach. He was coming with a whole different doctrine. So y'all, y'all don't have no damn Christianity if you, if you ain't had no uh, no 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 uh, 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 no Hebrew. If you ain't got no Israelites, you have no New Testament. And we're going to go into some. We got to go back old school. We got to go back what he's trying to say, the son of man, David. But we got to go back what Moses said. We got to go back what, what Musa, or Moshe, or Moshe said about a prophet. They was going to raise up a prophet. See, everybody's looking for their savior, looking for somebody to save them when you got to be saving your own ass. And even in the New Testament, y'all, so-called New Testament, that's what even so-called Jesus said, y'all. When you understand, even going into the New Testament, see, even though this, the Christians don't put their hands on it, I like to say it in the old school, they don't put their hands on it, Southern Baptists, put their hands on it, y'all. True Hebrews can know how to go in here because we, we know our information. That's why I told y'all, I've been telling y'all a long time ago, I don't give a damn how white folks can put their hands on it. They can flip it up, twist it. They can chop and screw it all they want to. But if it's our doctrine, family, I don't give a damn if it's on the walls of Egypt. I don't give a damn where it's at in, in, in Samaria, wherever it's at. If it's our doctrine, family, if somebody steal your stuff, and if you got a distinctive marker on that stuff, you should know your item when you see it. So we as a family, a black, so-called black, Nubian, melanated, carbonated family, we should know our stuff when we see it. We don't give a damn how they flip it. They can change the names all they want to. But the spirit of our stuff should resonate with us. If we resonate and, and vibrate on the on the right frequencies ourselves, that's got to be the number one key. You got to be walking in the spirit of it. People, what we say in the country, what they say in the country community, you got to walk in the spirit of your ancestors. See, they your ancestors are gonna come to you, which will be your angels, and come guide you and let you know when you read this, this is what this really is. I don't give a damn how much they chopped and screwed it, how much they played with it. You're gonna be spiritually guided, man, and you're gonna be given. The right thing. They can change the words all they want to. They can change the images all they want to. We know our stuff when we see it. Point blank. So white folk, y'all can hide it. You can you can change the images. We don't give a damn about the images. If that make you feel good to change the images, do your thug fizzle. But we know our stuff because we are spiritual people. And damn it, we know spirituality. Better than anybody else, because you know why? We taught the world spirituality. So go ahead and play with it all you want. But let's get back into something right fast here. Even going back into the book of Matthew, because I got to deal with the New Testament today, because we talking to this Christian. I want y'all Christians to recognize something right here today. Matthew 20 and 28 says, oh, so Jesus is God, right? So here's something so-called Jesus said. Let me go here. Matthew 20 and 28 right fast. And it says that even the sun, okay, that's right. Wrong one. Wrong one, Sunray. Come on, come on. Oh, I said for Sunray, y'all. I ain't Sunray no more. See, I'm stuck in my old name. But let me see. What was that? 28, 28, 28. But I just got it written down right here. Where it says Yahawashai. Y'all know what I say, Yahawashai. I'm talking AKA Jesus. Came not to be served and not but now, he came not to be served, but to serve. Wait a minute. 
Y'all worshiping Jesus. And Jesus, please give me my give me a raise on my job. Jesus, please heal the arthritis in my leg. Jesus, I'm hungry. I need me a sandwich, Jesus. Would you just please send me down some manna out of the sky? He said, according to Matthew 20 and 28, I came not to be served but to serve. So why, Christians, are you worshiping Jesus? Huh? When the man told you I didn't come to be served. Y'all didn't hear me, though, on that one. All right, let's go. Let's just find something else. Then uh, let's see what I got some more. Let me go to John. Let me go to John 4. John's 4 right fast, y'all. See, y'all got this thing chopped. Y'all got it mixed up. Y'all letting these knucklehead-ass uh, uh, preachers give y'all all this wrong information and sometimes y'all i'm gonna tell y'all something so we say we wonder why why we ain't got no why ain't nobody coming to help us why ain't nobody did the damn god yeah well you damn and you you, you damn in the wrong thing because see somebody don't told you wrong look <laughs> why you you call it the wrong person jack you call the wrong person look if, if, if somebody breaking in your house trying to steal your stuff you going to call the plumber or you going to call the police? You going to call the plumber or you going to call the police? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay, here we go. This uh, uh, uh John 4 and 23. It says, but the hour come and now is when the true worshiper shall worship the father in spirit and in truth. For the father seek to such to worship him. Wait a minute. Hold up. This red writing. Wait a minute. Now the red writing, y'all. Let me let me let me let me read, read, let me let me let me give y'all some again. Now remember now when y'all got a Bible and it's in red writing, this is supposed to be the so-called words of Jesus. Even though it's supposed to be the John is saying what Jesus said or Yahweh Shah said, but it's in red writing, and y'all know it says it's supposed to be the blood letter. So let's go back one more time and see what John said that Yahweh Shah is supposed to have said. He said. Let me see here. Let me go back. I need to go back to no. Instead, go back to twenty-three, four and twenty-three, and I go down twenty-four as well. But the father said, "Now, now keep in mind. Let's let's play a game too. While I'm reading this, now this Jesus, who is God in flesh, saying this. Y'all keep that in mind. This God in flesh saying this. Jesus, aka Jesus Yahushua. But the hour will come, and now is when the true worshiper shall worship the Father in and in truth." For the Father seeks such to worship him. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Did we tell y'all? Y'all heard that? So wait a minute. If Jesus was standing there or Yahweh was standing in front of these people in physical form. And he's saying that he is God on earth. In the flesh, in the likeness of man, the dude tried to say the son of man. See, they get y'all. He's one minute he's the son of God, one minute he's the son of man. Which goddamn, which one is it? So, but anyway, but he said that you got to worship the Father in spirit. Have y'all ever y'all see spirits? Spirits are all around us, probably right now. But you know, some people say a spirit is ghost. Some people say the spirit is a ghost. You know, ghosts and things like that, right? That that y'all know what I'm talking about. But he said. Because God is a spirit. 
But he's standing there in physical form telling people God is a spirit. But you, but God, you, damn, God, how you, I see you, man. Don't you know I see you? Y'all remember that it was a comedy skit that somebody was trying to hide or something. And, it, and they were smoking. They were like, man, don't you know I see you? <laughs> I can't remember that skit. But they was looking dead at him like, I see you. How you God? I thought you saying God is spirit. I'm looking right at you, fool. What you talking about? See? But that's John for one thing. See, y'all notice, I'm going to give y'all something. Christians don't study out of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They might, pastors going to hit and miss. Their favorite books is everything that Paul wrote. Everything that Paul wrote. Because y'all know why? Because the doctrine that they actually have, dealing with Paul, because I told y'all, Paul is the father of Christianity. So if if, if y'all want to, I'm, I'm going to help y'all out country community. When y'all go out to a Christian, go into Mark, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and go out to a Christian. You go out to them with Mark, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Cause they can't, they can't go nowhere in, they can't go nowhere in them books. And you get them with it, and you ask them about, and and go in that doctrine. Cause nevertheless, they said they 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 followers of a so-called Jesus, a Christ, which is no such thing. It goes back to the Hebrew. Let's stay in the Hebrew family so we can understand this. Let's get away from these Greek uh, names and stuff like that. And cause it it change, it flip. Cause they even they 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 fool you with this Jesus Christ. And they leave like that's his whole name. We said before, like that's the whole name. And it would be Yahweh Shah Mashiach, as we would say in Hebrew. Now, notice I say Yahweh Shah Mashiach. Mashiach would be Messiah. And I need to go back to something like right that. Like he talking about Messiah. A Messiah got the same power as God. A Messiah ain't got no damn same power. as no, A Messiah. Because notice what he was saying, too. He, he going to have power over the people. Because notice. I don't know if y'all knows the prophecy as well supposed to have been that it was going to be somebody as a prophet in one part. Isaiah had prophesied something, and he was talking about this Savior, a.k.a. as some people want to say Jesus was, what was supposed to come from the line of David. Let me go. I got to go to Deuteronomy right fast. Let me go to the book of Deuteronomy. Let me get y'all this from Deuteronomy. Let's go to what, what let's go to what Moses said. Let's go to 18 and 15 right fast. This is what Moses said. Eight, uh, Deuteronomy 18 and 15. It says, The Lord, the uh, the Lord thou God will raise up thee a prophet from the midst of the brethren, like unto me, unto him shall ye hearken. So he was telling the, the children of Israel at that time that uh, uh, Yahweh, which they say Yahweh means Lord, as they say Lord. I'm trying to get away from all these type of words, fam. Yahweh is going to raise you up a prophet from amongst you, your brethren, the brethren of the tribe of Israel. And he's going to be like him. And he told you to hearken unto his words. Let, that's 15. Let's go down to uh, 18 and 18. I will raise them up a prophet from among thy brethren, which is the tribe of Israel, like unto thee, which unto like him, Moses. And, and, uh, and, we'll put my, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I command him. Wait a minute. Let me stop right there. 
That's a scripture in the book of Matthew. Wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute. Not, not Matthew. Let me stop. let me go back. I go back to what I said at first. What did what did what the so-called Yahweh Shah say in John 15 and, and 19? It says uh, 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 that he can do nothing of himself, but whatever the Father do, he do. Okay, go back to Deuteronomy right fast. And it said, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I commanded him. There's another scripture in, in, in the book of Matthew said, and what Yahweh Shah said, the words I speak are not my own, but from the one who sent me. Christians don't give y'all that one. They don't give y'all that. The words I speak are not my own, but from the one who sent me. Deuteronomy 18 and 18, Gabriel said, I'm going to put my words in his mouth and he will speak them to you. All that I commanded him. Jesus just told y'all, I can't do nothing by my dad. I can't do nothing for myself. This ain't me, dog. This ain't me talking to y'all. This ain't nothing I got for y'all. Come on, let's go on 19 right fast. Let's keep it going. And it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. See, that's why y'all even going into that, a.k.a. Yahawashah, Mashiach, didn't never say anything of himself. He never said anything of himself. He always said the father said this. The father said that. The father said this. The father said, you got to do this. And he commanded me. Oh, man. See, they, them Christians, y'all. See, that's why they don't want. See, that's why they be telling y'all the Old Testament is out of date. They in the new covenant now. Because, see, it just like, I'm going to say it like this here. The damn Nawabians be talking about Dr. York books, his old books, the books he wrote before he went to prison. They tell y'all it's outdated. So that way you can't go into the older books and find the bullshiggity that they writing today, that they out here. Now they can go out here and, and, and protest in LGBT uh, uh, um, gay pride parades with the Nawabian flag. See, if you read the old books, you would know damn well. It would tell you you ain't supposed to do that. But see, you ain't got no old references to, 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 uh, to go by because they told you it ain't no good no more. Knowledge don't aspire. I damn sure didn't know knowledge had an expiration date on it, y'all. Did y'all ever know knowledge have an expiration date on it? I didn't know it did. I thought I thought truth was truth all day long, no matter who said it, when it was came out to be said. I didn't know it aspired, y'all. I really didn't know knowledge, or I mean truth, facts, had an expiration date. I didn't even know that. So it may be something I need to look into. Yes, sir. <laughs> brother, hell nah. Yes, sir, brother Jay. Oh, yeah, we go. We got to get him at night, bro. We got to get him. Liberation Tabernacle, baby. Let's keep on going right fast, family. Um, 19, finish off 19 right fast. Do the run. And it says, which, um, which I have not commanded him to speak. Let me see. I will require it of him, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak. In the name of other gods, even the prophet shall die. Uh-oh, even the prophet shall die. If he wouldn't come and speak in the name of Yahweh, speaking the name, was the Yahweh came and he was speaking about other gods, it said he shall die. And if thou sayest in thy heart, how shall we know the words which the Lord have not spoken? When a prophet have spoken in the name of the Lord or Yahweh, 
if the things uh, uh, follow not nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord have not spoken, but the prophet uh, have spoken presumptuously that thou shall uh, not be afraid of him. But there's one part. See, that's what the thing about Moses, Moses, uh, Musha, uh, Moses said that he was going to raise up one amongst his own. And there was a prophecy. And y'all know he was the house of Israel. And you know David. And it was said that it was going to be a prophet uh, that was going to be raised up in the house of Israel from the line of Judah. Because you know David, not David is not, not chief rabbi David Israel. <laughs> I had to say that, y'all. I'm just messing with David. But it says um, he was going to be one that was going to come from the line of Judah. Or and if you do the genealogy when you go all the way through the Old Testament, I mean the New Testament start off, and it talks about how one one was going to be raised from the tribe of Judah, and also let me go let me go here in the New Testament it talks about how as well uh, I think Matthew even started off what he's saying talking about um, Jesus coming to his own the lost sheep of the house of Israel not the whole world they give y'all this whole damn thing man about the whole world and and I gotta hear up because I want to tell y'all about this uh that other word I told y'all about soteriology y'all gotta look this thing up about this soteriology and y'all understand why they giving you this whole damn savior thing about a whole savior coming to die for y'all sin man christianity a bad boy man that's a dangerous damn thing that christianity yeah i like the but uh pastor tony smith's call it he said christian antics christian antics this damn show what it is man them christians man have messed up everything they have taken it they on chopped and screwed it man i'm telling you this book i got and i'm gonna read some out of this book too oh man i got some ammunition up in here got some ammo but uh, I'm trying to find this other word, what I was saying, right? Because um, they was giving you this whole thing about Jesus supposed to have been coming. And it's not. Oh, and another thing, right? Fast, fam. See, my mind running so damn fast. I got to slow it down. So you got to slow it down, brother. got to slow it down. They give you this whole thing about somebody, the prophecy, right? Now, ever the prophecy said that somebody was going to be born. Uh, there was going to be somebody, a child born into the world of a virgin, and you shall call his name Emmanuel. That's Isaiah. Y'all going back to the book of Isaiah. And his name shall be called Emmanuel. If his name shall, y'all know that should be or will be called Emmanuel, why the hell they around here calling him Jesus? That just one, that, that's one thing I really want to know. And see, this is where they get this whole thing down too, brother. <laughs> yes, sir. Peace that Jay. Brother, break it down. This is where they get this whole thing about God being in the flesh, too, from the Christian, because they're going back to the so-called prophecy of Isaiah, where it does, where it's supposed to talk about there's going to be, let me, let me read this here. This is, it said, behold, a virgin uh, shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted, God with us. Notice that. Now that's that's I'm reading Matthew chapter one verse uh twenty three and let me keep going right fast let me show y'all something now this that his name shall be called Emmanuel then Joseph being raised from the sleep did uh did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took up his wife and uh and knew her till she had brought forth her first born son and call his name jesus wait a minute hold up y'all wait a minute something wrong right there 
wait a minute. Like Nate Dogg, y'all, hold up. Way now, wait a minute. Got Jiminy Jam. Now, how does that fit the prophecy? So the prophecy can't be true. Now, if the prophecy got to be right and exact, I mean, no wavering in it, ain't no change in it. For this to be right and exact, is the prophet prophecy now? If dude were trying to talk about damn Daniel, and I'm not disputing Daniel, but this whole thing about Daniel, God with us, not son of man. It says God with of the interpreted is God with us. See, this is where these Christians get this from, y'all. Y'all better y'all chin, chin check them on this one. Why isn't his name called Emmanuel? Why is the whole world today calling him Jesus? Kurt Franklin, Jesus. Yeah. And they say it's power in that name. Y'all, y'all have heard that Christians, them, them Christians sing that song? It's power in the name Jesus. How could it be? And if, it, if, if, if power was in the name, it would have been Emmanuel, wouldn't it? Because y'all going to say God with us, it don't fit. Johnny Cochran, if it don't fit, you must equip. How y'all say that word? It don't fit. So this is where the Christians get this thing about Jesus. <laughs> Jay said, damn, damn, priest. Yes, sir, brother. They got to understand this thing. Dude. I told you, this is our book, bro. Can't nobody break this down like the black man. Can't nobody. Them white folk can't break this down. See, the Christians play along with it. The black Christians play with it because they trying to get paid. They trying to get their money. They trying to get their shine on. That They know what this thing is. Yeah, they both Masonic ass preachers. Yeah, I, uh, I said it. They know what they know what's up. They know what's up. But this whole thing about Jesus, they worshiping Jesus, calling on Jesus' name when the man and oh wait a minute. Y'all here's another one right fast. I gotta look back at my notes. I took notes this time, fam. They say, Y'all never heard of people say God is good all the time. Ain't God good all the time? Wait a minute. Now let's go, let's play the game, y'all. Let's keep playing the game. Let's play the game. Let's play the game. Jesus, right? He God. He God, y'all. Let's play the game. He God. He God. I got to go to Mark 10 and 18. Let's go to 10 and 18. Let's play the game, y'all. Keep in mind, Jesus is God. He God in flesh. He ain't nowhere in heaven. He ain't no spirit. He right there in flesh talking to them folk. All right. Now, let's go. Here we go. Mark 10 and 18. Somebody called Jesus good. And let's see what he said, because they do say God is good all the time. Let me see here. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Let's start at 18. Now, let's go forward. We already got to go forward a chapter. I mean, a verse. So we're going to go to 18. Now, 10 and 17 first. It says, and when he was gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? Uh and then it says here 18, now it, goes, it, it flip over to the red letter, and Yahawashah, Jesus said unto him, why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. I be Jane Brown, drop the mic, y'all. Obama, drop the mic, drop the mic. Now, wait a minute. They said God is good. But y'all saying Jesus is God in flesh told you right there why you call of me good. Because there's only one good. And that is God. 
<laughs> See, it's right there in the book, fam. I told y'all this thing is so easy. It's so easy, but the Christians don't read this thing. They don't read it, y'all. It's so easy. It's so easy. Yes, sir. Brother, he taking notes. <laughs> yes, sir. It's so easy. So that's what I'm just trying to tell y'all, family. Christians, y'all, 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 y'all wrong. Y'all wrong. You run here worshiping Jesus, and then, and, 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 and he didn't tell you to worship him. Oh, let me see. I got to go to another one. Here's another one, Brother Jay. Let me go. I got to go to 1 John. Let me go to 1 John. Got some. Since that cat, he brought up 1 John. Let me go to 1 John. Yeah, let's go to First John. Let's go to First John. First John. We're gonna go to First John, y'all. Four and twelve. Let's go to First John four and twelve. God is in person. God is in person. Everybody seen God. They seen Jesus. When you see Jesus, you see the Father. You see Jesus. Oh, I need to explain that one to y'all. I'm glad I said that one. I'm gonna go to First John though. First John four and twelve. Here's what John says: Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. Now that's the key. When I, y'all, we need to keep that in mind right there, fam. If 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 the Most High Yah or Yahweh love us, we should be loving one another. And that's a good one right there, man. But that's another whole subject. But here's twelve. No man have seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwells in us, and His love is perfect in us. But the whole let me drop to 14. I'll come back right fast. Let me come back to 14. I'll come back. Okay. 14 says, and we have seen and do testify that the father sent. Now, that the father sent. Now, this one says his son to be the savior of the world. That's what John said. But he did say the father sent. Mm. But Jesus is God. But Jesus is God. Ain't that something? But he said 12, though. Make sure you notate that. No man have seen God at any time. He said at any time. Not one, not on an occasion. He said at any time. That verifies what over there with John, the other John said. No man have seen the Father at any time. And this that was read right over in the other John that I read earlier. No man have seen the Father at any time. And even old First Timothy. Let's see what old Paul said in First Timothy, y'all. He Paul even said something. Let me see. Let's go to First Timothy. I got a note. Some I got a note. So let me see what what it said. I got it. I got. I can't be biased, y'all. I can't be biased. I got to go on and, and bring it on here and say the thing. Let me see. Uh, okay, here we go. Who got? Let me see why I wrote this here. It's First Timothy one and seventeen. It's old Paul, y'all. I can't deal with this old mulatto ass Paul. But here we go. It says, now unto the king, eternally immortal, invisible, the one wise God, be honored and glory forever and ever. Amen. Wait a minute. He says, the king, eternal, immortal, invisible. The word invisible is in here. The only wise God, the only. Wait a minute. I thought Jesus was the. uh, Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. Paul, you be teaching us about Jesus. Jesus is this, that, and that, so and so. But you said that only wise God, that's invisible. <laughs> that goes back again. No man have ever seen God at any time, nor seen His shape. Y'all ever seen that? No man have ever seen God at any time, nor seen His 
shape. And that's what what so-called Yahweh Shah was saying in another chapter when he was saying, you only see, the, as he was saying, the sun. And this is what they get confused when they be talking about the world. I got to go back to John again. And when Jesus, and let, let's, let, let's go into this right fast. Let's make sure we break this down. I won't leave out of here without breaking this down. When they're looking at the part that so-called Yahweh Shah, according to the writings, y'all, according to the writings, let me make sure I say that, that when Yahweh Shah, according to, because you got to understand a lot of this stuff is, uh, when you read that, is is metaphorically speaking. Y'all understand that? It's metaphorically speaking. He was symbolically speaking, according to the word writing. So even y'all understand a lot of the things when y'all reading the new Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and there's supposed to be some parts in there where so-called Yahweh Shah was speaking, it wasn't direct. It was a lot of things in parables. It was a lot of things that was in parables that you had to damn near figure out, like 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 riddles we used to have. You know, yeah, we used to give us the little riddle. Jack and Jill went up the hill and all this old hump that dumped it fell down. That was a story behind the hump that dumped it falling off the wall and all that. So even in those books, y'all read there's parables and metaphors that you had to figure out about the seed falling on stony ground and the seeds falling on good ground. Y'all already know. You you kind of understand what that is, about, about the parable that right there. And but they get to the the the, the mix up is when he said that when you see the father, I mean when you see the son, you see the father. It wasn't talking about a physical manifestation. It's talking about the word or the or the works and the things that's being done. It's like a lot of us, like dealing with the spirit, a lot of us get inspiration, uh spiritual inspiration. You be in your sleep or anything, or you just could be out and about and something just be in your mind. I don't know if y'all ever had any. I don't want to say something like y'all, something talking to y'all that like, you know, crazy, you know, some people who spiritually inclined, y'all know what I'm talking about. You get a spiritual inspiration. But hell, even to do wrong sometimes, you have no inkling of an idea. You have no idea. I mean, you have no thought in your mind to go out and be doing something wrong. And all of a sudden, someone come to you, hey, man. Man, you need to go over there and do this here, bro. Snatch that goddamn lady purse. Go in there and do this here. And some be, some be like, no, no, don't do, don't you do that. Don't you do that. <laughs> it's like the good angel, bad angel, the cartoon. They was really telling y'all something uh, on the slit. And then even your dreams, we get things that come to us in our dreams. Things that, that we should be doing and things that, you know, that's hidden towards our life. And, but you just got to be able to be in tune and overstand a lot of these things that come to you in your dreams and listen to those um sometimes these thoughts that come to you in a, from the spiritual realm and you know on a good nature so a lot of people wrote like I said they said they wrote the bible through inspiration y'all i don't know if y'all ever seen a lot of these uh these yogis and some of these people man they go through these uh some in certain cultures, they go through these trans uh, and trans and stuff like that. They show some of the Native Americans. They were saying how they used to smoke the peace pipe and stuff to go into this these trans and and stuff like that to tap into the spiritual world to get inspiration to bring back uh, thoughts to bring you know how the guy the tribes and nations and type of things. See, but we go we so damn modernized now. See, we don't forget all about it, all those type of things. See, we so modern now. We 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 think that spookism. That's spookism, dog. That's that pseudo. 
But all of the ancestors have always done that. Tapped into the spiritual world. Hey, a lot of people, they still do it in the spiritual practice. Y'all look at Voodoo and see what they do. Hmm? But that's another whole story. Y'all, we don't understand these type of things today. But anyway, they was looking at it when he was saying that he wasn't the physical manifestation of God. It was just like the, the example. See, when you, what, whatever spiritual practice y'all got, I'm just going to say whatever spiritual practice you got, you're supposed to digest that, that information. On the spiritual level, you're supposed to digest it. I mean, digest it. So, you're supposed to be living it. If you if if it comes with a uh, customary practice or rituals, dress dress codes or whatever, you're supposed to embody that that knowledge and that information. And when somebody see you, is basically they say, and even when it was, I was studying Islam, they taught us this in Islam that you're supposed to be. The, a walking Quran, actually, primarily. And that's just what he was saying here. The word was that Yahweh uh, was the living word of God. And he was like supposed to be the example to show people how you're supposed to live. That's what that whole thing about a Messiah, the whole thing about a prophet coming, to be an example to the people because y'all understand the story about the whole children of Israel, us, a.k.a. us, a.k.a. black folks, hard-head-ass folks. Yes, hard-head-ass black folks. Even today, yeah, it ain't, it's, 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 <laughs> it's not a surprise why we so hard-headed today because we was always like that, even in historical times. I won't say biblical times, but even in historical times. And you wonder why. See, that's what I liked about the Bible, too, because it don't sugarcoat nothing. It don't it don't hide that the children of Israel were hardhead, and it, 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 and it show you why we got our asses spanked and why we went to go through divine uh, chastisement because we was told don't do this, just like any parent would do. If they tell you don't do this, don't do that, they will spank your ass when you get out of line because you, you, you disobeying my orders. Hmm? I brought what they say. I brought you into this. Mama told me a couple. Mama told me a couple of times, y'all. I brought you into this world. I take your ass out. Not that she really probably was literally gonna do it, but t- damn, y'all gotta understand. If if some if this you was created by a being and it would give you divine inspiration through the spirit world. Look, this is how I want you to do. This and you as a spiritual being incarnated into this physical body. Look, this is what you need to do. This is how you need to live. In this human form on this earth. Because there's a lot of snares out here in this world. But you just live by the way I'm going to show you. I'm going to give you these words. And you're going to have to manifest these in human form. Don't get caught up down in that bullshiggity down on this planet. Now, don't be down there doing this. Don't be down there doing that. And you're going to be cool. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be good. You're going to be good. You're going to be good. As long as you live by what I tell you. And you can't be disobeying. Look, I'm going to, damn, man. That boy, that hard head like I'm a, look here. I'm going to give you one more chance now. You're going to keep on. Like, I tell you what, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't finna deal with your ass no more. You're just going to have to face the consequences. Now, next time, I'm either going to let these folk kill your ass or you're going to go to jail for the rest of your goddamn life. Because I keep telling you, I keep warning you, I keep giving you signs and warnings, but you don't want to listen. I'm going to let your ass find out the hard way. Y'all know our own parents. See, you can get out the spooky. We can get out We can get out the spirit world and just deal with the physical thing. Because our own parents have told. I don't know about y'all. I'm going to use myself. My parents have told me that. You're going to have to learn the goddamn hard way. Because, boy, I'm tired of coming to get your ass out of jail. Spending money coming to get you in out of this jail. I'm tired of doing this. Wasting my damn money. 
I could be buying me a brand new car. I could be buying a brand new house. But I got to keep spending money on your ass, keep going to jail. I'm not going to do it no damn more. Next time you go to jail, don't you call me no damn more. So y'all can imagine what they say we spiritual beings here having a human experience. Let me go back and read some of these comments up in here. Brother J. Haru, uh, he said, please don't hurt him. Yeah, he said he see a whole lot of what he's saying, brother. Yes, sir. That's all, brother, man. We just trying to, yes, sir. Let me see. We just trying to, man, um, enlighten the people. It ain't as spooked out as, as, as people think, man. It's simple. See, some of these things that we're actually reading, because y'all got to understand, this is talking about us in a, in a physical world. Even though you're reading the Bible and it's written, these are humans writing this and talking about us in human form. And it may be, but y'all got to understand other people have touched it and they they spook things out. Let's, let's, we can even go back to all the places, man, you had a lot of great people. Let's, 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 we're still keep dealing with, it's still on the level of dealing with Jesus in flesh. There's a lot of cultures, cultures. Who have had kings of kings and pharaohs or whatever, and they have did great things. And the people looked at them as a supreme being, a god, especially when they died. And I'm going to give y'all some here in this book. I was supposed to have been here read this long time ago. Especially after they died, a lot of these people, man, they might have been just modern people, just did some great things in their life. But a lot of people after these kings and of uh, excuse me pharaohs, just use pharaohs, pharaohs or yeah, so-called kings, leaders died. People deified them. People deified them. Yes, they have. So when history goes on a little bit later and later, if they tell the story about Osir, was the Greeks called Osiris? They say he was God in flesh, but he was just a pharaoh. Or a Freddy, a king. Even when they could tell about there might have been a man who went by the name of Yahawashah Mashiach, just a regular brother who was going around wanting to help liberate the minds of his people, trying to help liberate his people out of being oppressed, deprived and oppressed. And he was just a man who he had inspiration and he had the words that was trying to raise his people up, but he was killed. In the process, and so now people are trying to deify. Uh, he di- oh, let's touch on that right fast if we can. He died for our sin. It's just like anything we can say today. We can turn around and say that Martin Luther King died for our sins. Y'all understand it? Let's go into it. We can say that Malcolm X died for our sins. We can say that. It wouldn't be true. It wouldn't be necessary. It wouldn't be all the way true. Reason I say we could probably say that is because. If people said that these people fought for your rights, they were fighting for you, fighting for your life to get free, fighting for you to stop going through these oppressions. Later on, people say, and, and man, that man, he died for our sins, bro. They showed he died for us. And don't they say, think about the voting. They said, man, people died for you to have the right to vote. People died for you to have a right to vote. That's damn near, damn near, almost saying that somebody died for your sin. Somebody died for you. So even in these so-called prophets, these leaders, they can, use, they can say they died for you. And then they turn around later and in later times and say, man, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad died for our sins, bro. He died, probably just died fighting for you to have the right to be 
that person that who you want to be that have uh, freedom, justice, and equality to live a righteous life. But the government and the people around him didn't want him speaking out for you. Like Dr. King was killed when he started talking about the poor people's campaign. He was murdered and killed. Now people could because actually they could say, well, he died for us, bruh. That man, he he laid his life down on the line for us. So even if some of these stories about AKA Jesus could been turned around and it could been deified, and now the whole world worshiping this man who only was just fighting people who was being oppressed. Because y'all understand that the children were kept on going through different captivities. They was going through different wars and, and going in captivity. And now people want to say that this they can say that he died on the cross for your sins. Okay, because number one, he was trying to bring, and where I can use the word sin, because the children of Israel was given these statutes, laws, and commandments to follow, but they was in violation of them. And, and, and as y'all go and know that, if, if the Most High, Yah, or Yahweh will give you these laws, statutes, and commandments, that you thou should not do this, thou should not do that. But y'all out here in the world doing all kind of stuff that he said don't do. So, you mean, you in violation. Y'all heard me say this plenty of times. You in violation, you transgression. So, here you got somebody trying to get y'all back on track, which I, Lord knows we need us. Somebody got to get us today because we way off track. But. When they're trying to get you something to bring you back into a, a, a sense of morality and, and trying to fight to say, hey, look, sisters and brothers, man, y'all, man, out here smoking, smoking all this crack. You popping mollies and sweating. Woo! Y'all know how they do that. But popping mollies and sweating, you doing all this stuff, indulging in this homosexual act, all this uh, uh, sexual perversion. Come on, bro. We got to get on, get ourselves back on track. So he's trying to get you out of this world of sin, but at the same time, you got the government coming out there and other people, like other black folks, the Jesse Jackson and Al, like, hey, look, bro, man, you messing our money train up, bro. You need to shut up all that bull crap there, bro. We don't look. Shit, man, we getting pay, paid off this private industrial complex. We getting paid for these fools out here rapping this crap. Man, shut your mouth, bro. No, brother, that's not right, bro. Y'all got to understand how we killing ourselves out here. Okay, you saying the music, you getting paid off the music, brother, but don't you understand the the frequencies and the tones, how it resonates with the people, brother? They talking about all this drug, they popping molly, killing each other, brother. You understand what you, how you damaging it? Yeah, bro, we understand, but we don't want to hear that, dog. Come on, we trying to get paid, man. Black folks trying to get paid. We don't want to go on over there with that shit, man. No, brother, y'all got to stop that. Donald Trump, come here, let me holler at you. Here go Jesse there. Here go the, here go the sellout. Jess, uh, uh, Trump, let me holler at you, man. Look, this fool messing up our money, man. You need to, you need to kill his ass. You need to sacrifice his ass. Get, look, FBI, y'all get rid of that, that nigga there. He's, 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 he's a troublemaker, man. Us good, us good sellout-ass black folk, we trying to live a good life. We trying to be like little dude of all. We trying to live a good life. He messing us up, man. He trying to, st- look, he trying to mess y'all money up from the private prisons. Dog, we don't invest in money in y'all private pre- Look, he messing us up, man. Y'all get rid of that food. And then and, and that person dead. And then here we go, like, man, damn, bro, die by our sins, man. Shit. See? See how it can be turned? But in history, I'm just trying to give y'all something. That history can turn, and these people have deified. And I give y'all something. It was something I read in this book. I got this book called uh, Christian History Made Easy. Christian History Made Easy. Man, this book be going in. And they was even talking about in this book dealing with uh, Constantine 
and how Constantine, you know about the whole thing about Constantine and the same Nicene Council, as I was talking to that dude on that earlier. But even Constantine, right? And oh, okay, let me give y'all this. Let's take this out right fast. Take this out. Now get back to my other part since I found this page. But he was talking about Constantine. Uh, where that part there? It says, in Constantine's mind, Christ was now his personal uh, Patreon. The Christ, once an emblem of Christ's death, began to function as a charm, confirming Constantine's power. Constantine granted church leaders, now commonly called priests, widespread favors. Constantine sincerely believed that he was a Christian, yet he seemed to have worshipped Jesus as the sun god. In some ways, he confu- in some ways, his confusion made sense. Mm. Don't Christians call? Oh, check this out, family. This is Christian book, family. Christian made easy. Don't Christians call Jesus the Son of Righteousness? S U N. This comes from the book of Malachi four and two. One more time, y'all. This Malachi four and two, the S U N. Don't Christians call Jesus the Son of Righteousness? And wasn't Jesus the light of the world? John's 8, 8 and 12. Christians even worship on Sunday. Sunday. Let me pause right there. Let me get my book. Let me get the dictionary. Oh, oh, wait a minute. I got to get this book. I got to get y'all some. Let me go to my Bible dictionary. I read this before, but I want to since I read that out of this Christian book made easy. That ain't by Sunray, y'all. Don't look that up. Sunray, that ain't by Ariah, Ariah Yashala. I ain't write that. Uh-uh. I ain't write that book. But let me try to get y'all this. Let me see. Get y'all this. This is a Bible dictionary, family. Check this out. The word Sunday. Sunday. Or Lord's Day. Name and change of day. Sunday is the first day of the week adopted by the first Christians from the Roman calendar, from the Latin, dies solos day. Day of, no, dies solos, meaning day of the sun, because it was dedicated to the worship of the sun. The Christians reinterpret the heathen name, applying this son of righteousness, which refers to this rising. It was called dies let me see. Oh, okay. It was El Dias Palace, the day of bread. Okay, that's going into something totally different. But y'all hear what they said? This right here and a a Bible dictionary. This ain't the Zandavan. This is an old one. Let me look it up on the Zandavan right fast. Let me look up on the Zandavan. Let me get the Zandavan. See there? I told you. Bro, all y'all got to do is get you some books and study. I told See, these knucklehead ass scholars out here. These country community scholars, how come they ain't going into stuff like this? They didn't be trying to beat up on the Bible. They ain't trying to go into this and give y'all no overstanding on stuff. They just go, man, it's the white man book. The white man poisoning your mind. But God damn it, look, you need to come on here and you all need to help, man, go into this stuff to help edify your people, to give your people a better overstanding, man, of what the book is saying, what's, what the book is about, and anything. Just give our people a crit overstanding. They always criticize some. But they never go in and break it down and try to tell y'all what this means, what that means. They don't never do that. They'll tell you, well, the Bible, look at it. See what it said? It's some bullshit. Man, people have some proper understanding. But see, I look at the word Lord. I've been here every day. 
Uh, the word Sunday, it tell me to go to Inventor Van. It tell me to go to Lord's Day. Let me go to Lord's Day right fast and get y'all there and see what it says about Lord's Day. Because we got to understand about this whole thing Sunday. I told y'all these Christians, man, they got this thing messed up. So y'all blame the Hebrew. Hebrews ain't got nothing to do with this. They ain't got nothing to do with this. They got a copycat-ass religion. They don't twist it, everything. It going back to them goddamn Romans. It going back to them goddamn Romans again. They live with Constantine. And I got to get, um, uh, and I know Dave got something to say, but I'm going to go back into this Christian book. I'm telling you, that's a, that book break it down. And 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 Christians, and y'all know I got that book. I got that book from some white folk. Y'all already know where I got it from. White folks, see, they read this stuff. They know this stuff. Black folk, you going to church, and y'all don't know a god thing about your Christianity. But you, boy, you can defend the hell out of. Let somebody man come in here talking about some Christianity. You will fight it. You, hey, Lord Jesus, y'all just some heathens. You the damn heathen because you don't even know what heathen. Here we go. Uh, this is Zandavan. Uh, you gotta look up Lord's Day under. Uh, the Zandavan, which says, Sunday, this name is of pagan origin. Let me read that again. Y'all heard what I did? Y'all, did, y'all, did, I, did I, I might have pronounced that wrong. Let me say that again. Sunday, this name is of pagan origin. As the day of special worship is a Christian institution. And some believe that it must be sharply distinguished from the Sabbath. So right now we in the Sabbath, and as the Hebrews, we're in the Sabbath hour going into. I let Brother Dave break that down uh, about the Sabbath when it start, and you know Shabbat was also the Sabbath or Shabbat. But y'all notice that it said they distinguish they they sharply distinguish it from the Sabbath. So it is what? What Sunday is y'all? Of pagan origin. So, Brother Justice, I'm going to give you something right fast. <laughs> and oh my God, all my conscious community chat. When y'all say the Christians stole everything they got from Egypt, uh oh, I think you better be careful or, uh, or, or you telling the truth. Because when you say they stole Christianity, they stole everything out of Egypt. So did the Egyptians or the Kemetic brothers and brothers, when they talk about Atumre, Ra, did they steal that about worshiping the sun from our Kemetian brothers? If you're going to say that, because that's what they get it. That's what Constantine got all this shit from, and they worship the sun. Oh, they worship the sun now. But uh, I digress. Key Rabbi, when we're, we're, we're in the Sabbath stop. We can break this Sabbath thing down, brother. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exodus, the 20th chapter. Uh, let me get out that scripture. Let me get into that. Exodus, the 20th chapter. We'll start there. Exodus. Uh, uh, get out my trailer. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. We can hear you. Exodus. Yeah, this this is a good. Read that Bible. 
Yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh, what was it? I don't know, Jay. You kind of getting muffled, bro. I don't know what. Yeah, I can hear you. I don't know. Sometimes you be getting muffled, then you get clear, then you kind of get muffled. Yeah, I can hear you, though. I can hear you now. Okay, exit is 20 and who? 27. All right, I got my little Jewish Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Let me stop that. Exit is 27. You are not, well, this was going to kind of read different. Uh, well, I'll just read it here. Uh, this one is. This kind of read different. Yeah, because I like this one. I'd break down, too. I, you know, I'd read different kinds of Bibles. You know, but I, I read both of them, for a matter of fact. Let me find it first. I'm going to read both of them. I like how both of them break what? down. Because I like to study Bible. And, uh, and that's another thing, family, too, man. Y'all get y'all some, you know, hey, don't be scared to uh, invest in your research or your your, your stuff, man. Uh, I like to read from different versions. That brother, uh, Chief Rabbi said versions. I like to read from different versions. <laughs> but I'm gonna go. Okay, here go, here go to King James first, brother. Um, Exodus twenty and seven. It says, "Thou shalt not take the Lord. Thou shalt not take the Lord, thou God, name in vain." The Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Now here's now that's the King James version. Here's another one I got right here, y'all. It's the complete Jewish study Bible, insight for Jews and Christians. And um, this is what this one say. It says you are not to use lightly the name of Adonai, which we say Yahweh. That's the Jews' word they say for Lord. But it says um, you are not to take the Lord's name Yahweh, your God. Because Yahweh will not leave unpunished someone who uses his name lightly. Go vert. Oh, oh, okay. Here we go. I'm gonna keep reading for this one. Then remember the day, the Shabbat, to set it apart for God. You have six days to labor and do all work. The Sabbath day is the Shabbat for uh, Yahweh, your God. On it, you will not do. Any kind of work, not you, your son, your daughter, not your male or female slave, hmm. not your livestock and not your foreigners staying with you inside the gate of your property. For in the six days, Yahweh made heaven and earth and the seas and everything in them. But on the seventh day, he rested. This is why Yahweh blessed the day, uh, blessed the day, the Sabbath, and set it uh, separate for himself. That's yes, sir. Right there. The Sabbath day, you got to keep that because the Lord made that because a lot of us who work, 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 and we don't have enough time to come together no more. Like, you remember when you were talking about how shit just don't stop seeing the thing on your heart. The world is changing where families don't get together and do shit no more. Well, the Sabbath day is kind of like the Lord's day to come together with your family. You know, come together with your people to rest. Get with your people. You know how folks, they get together. 
uh, Sabbath day is white black folks' day for us to get together. So that's what the Sabbath day is, is for the people, for you and your family to get together and come together. Like Scoop saying, Zephaniah 2 and 1, gather yourself together, O you nation, not desire. And then it goes to Psalms 133 and 1, the whole how good, how pleasant it is for the, the one together, a brother, and more over you. The Lord wants us to unify with one another at least one day out of the week. So that's a day for us to come together and unify and to get our shit together and uh, <laughs> help each other out or shit that we need help with. So that's why the Lord created Sabbath. So. But Chief, what, what, what time does it start? Because we got uh, the day. A lot of times start at as soon as the sun sets. As soon as it gets dark, that's when it starts. So on Saturday, on Sunday, on Friday, as soon as the sun goes dark, that's when the Sabbath starts. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get to. Yeah, so they understand that. On start at Friday through Saturday. Yes, sir. And y'all see, actually, in these dictionaries where it actually it, you know, where it tells you that they they change what the how they actually changed it. And uh oh, let me see here. My bad. Let me see. We got six minutes left live in the show, family. We got six minutes left live uh, going in the show. My bad. I, st- I took my head out the switchboard right fast. But yeah, we got six day. I mean, that's a six day. <laughs> Five minutes left live to show you. Uh, we're probably going to go over a little bit so you can call in as well. And, Brother J. Hyrum, I'm sending you some of these uh, uh, some of these pictures, brother, some stuff I was reading out of this this, this Christian book. And, Brother uh, um, brother J., I just sent you a picture. Look at look at the picture they got with the uh, with the black brother on there, the pop. Look at that picture on there, brother. It's in the book now. It's white folk. I ain't right there. This ain't no black boy. white boy wrote this book. Somebody named Thomas Paul Jones. PhD uh, wrote this book, Southern Baptist Theology Seminary. That wrote this book. This is what this came from. Oh yeah, let me say it again. Let me say it again, y'all. This book I'm talking about is called Christian History Made Easy by uh, Timothy Paul Jones, PhD. And uh, let me give y'all some of his information. It says Timothy Paul Jones, PhD, served as a professor of leadership and Christian ministries at the Southern Baptist Theology Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky. Y'all can go to his website at timothypauljones.com. That's timothypauljones.com. And probably you can see this this book. Uh, and it actually has worksheets and everything in the back of it. But it gives you a thorough breakdown. Well, I said a good breakdown, timeline and everything that deals with uh, the history of Christianity and all of this stuff, man. Um, and there was something else I, I had seen right here. Let me see, because there was something that they had in this book uh, that we talk about. Oh, like I said, you, you wouldn't have no Christianity. I was talking about earlier, you wouldn't have no Christianity if it wasn't for uh, the Hebrews. Uh, here, Here's something in this book, family, they have. Um, let me just go to the top right now. I got to just, I'm coming to you. It says, what is a Christian? If someone asks you that question, you could probably come up with a respond without much thought. Chances are you would say something like, it's a person who has trust in Jesus, our Lord and Savior. But what if 
of you live in a world in which only a small percentage of population had heard of Jesus and a few decades of Christian faith, followers of Jesus struggle to help people uh, around them understand what is really meant to be a Christian. From the Roman uh, perspective, Christians are simply one more Jewish set. Notice it's a Jewish set, and the Hebrews, and the Hebrews wasn't Jewish. Understand, we, we keep, how we, on here, we keep putting emphasis on that Jewish thing. Jewish set, it goes back to Acts 16 and, uh, let me, let me see, I maybe I go, 16 and 20. Y'all just write 16 and 20 down. But they saying that the Christians are simply one more of the Jewish set. The Christian faith, now, excuse me, Shalagia. The Jewish faith was recognized throughout the Roman Empire, so this association protected Christians in many areas. Yet, according to some Jewish leaders, Christians were renegades who had abandoned the ancient, uh-oh, and uh, valuable Jewish faith. Pay, uh-oh, y'all hear what they said? Yet, according to Jewish leaders, Christians were renegades who had abandoned the ancient and vulnerable Jewish faith. I said valuable. Vulnerable faith. They abandoned it. See, that's what I told y'all earlier, how they changed it, they flipped it, they chopped and screwed it, they abandoned the teachings of the Hebrews, the true teachings of what the Hebrews were teaching. And it's all because of this dude, Paul, man. I'm telling you, y'all got to look at how what Paul and understand this Christian doctrine of what Paul was saying. And maybe we'll go into some of this in overtime. Give y'all, I'll give y'all some examples of the things that Paul was saying that's contrary to what, a.k.a. Uh, Jesus Christ, as they say, Jesus the Christ or Yahweh Shah Mashiach was saying is contrary, is, 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 is in opposition he was teaching. We got 90 seconds. We're getting ready to go over, fam. To contrary to what he was teaching. But uh, here we go. It says, Christians claim that their faith fulfills Jewish law. Even, uh, even calling themselves the Israel of God. Um, it says Galatians 16, uh, 6 and 16. Let me go to Galatians right fast. Let me give y'all that right fast. Let me go to Galatians. Let me go to Galatians because they give that in this book. 6 and 16 and I got you just I got you I got you I ain't forgot you I ain't forgot you we're just trying to hear this breakdown 16 16 okay here we go uh Paul again y'all Galatians 6 and 16 for as many as walk according to this rule peace be upon them oh he's saying uh assalamu alaikum shalom alaikum peace be upon them and mercy be upon the Israel of God that's what it is. And, um, okay, go back, jump to the book right fast. At the same time, as Christianity expanded amongst non-Jews, which they call heathens um, or Gentiles, because y'all understand in the, what, in some of the faiths they call Israelite doctrine or uh, or now they even say in the Jewish terminology, they'll say uh, non-Jews were called Gentiles on some hand. And even some people saying that the Hellenistic Jews were even called Gentiles. You can go to uh, um, 
uh, Zendavan's dictionary in, or just a Bible dictionary, and looked that up about non-Jews and what they would call them, uh, like hint, uh, Gentiles, and look up that thing about Gentiles. It says Christian pra- practices increase, increasingly separated them from the Jewish faith that Jesus and his first disciples had practiced. Wait a minute, let me go back. I messed that up. Christian practice increasingly separated them from the Jewish faith that Jesus and his first apostles practiced. They see that y'all, they're telling y'all right there. It's even telling you right there. So how can you say that you a follower of the Messiah, uh, uh, Yashala, or Jesus, a.k.a. Christ. And then if you were a follower of Christ, as y'all saying today, you say some people say Christian mean some dictionaries I've seen. They said Jesus mean I mean, uh, Christian mean one who follow the teachers, examples of Christ or Jesus. If you are a, te- a follower or teach for the teachings and examples of Christ. How can you how, how now you got all of this separate stuff, even in this book? This is, this is a book about Christianity history. And it said they increasingly separated themselves. From the G, uh, Jews or the Hebrews, now, I'm gonna make I gotta make the distinction from the Hebrews or the Israelite faith and the practices, customs, laws, and all of this. Like Paul said, you don't have to follow the circumcision anymore. But Yahshua himself, or say Yahshua or uh, uh Shai himself was circumcised. He was, as some say, Bas Misra, and all of these type of things. You know, this Jewish terminologies. But he went through all of these. Hebraic practices, but Paul says you don't have to do that no more. You know, being under the law is a curse. That's what he said. But wait a minute, Moshe, Moses, and all of this, even even AKA uh, Yahweh Jesus followed the laws. What did he say? I did not come to break the law, but fulfill. I did not know. So let me go back. Shalaki. I did not come to destroy the law, but to fulfill not one jot or one tittle should pass away from the law to all be fulfilled. So y'all say, wait a minute. When he died on the cross, it was all done away with it. Uh Oh, wait a minute. That's a lie. Because what he said until heaven and earth pass. I, I kind of messed it up a little bit. Let me go back to heaven and earth pass. Not one jot or one tittle. Shit, I'm gotta, I got to find it because I want to make sure I get that right. I got to make sure I get that right. You got to get that dead right because y'all can't get away. But he said not one jot pass away till heaven and earth pass. And I asked y'all, family, have heaven and earth pass? They said, you know, according to what's saying, they say Yahweh Shah or Jesus died on the cross 2,000 some years ago. Have, have, have y'all heard? Or y'all know you read on the walls or anywhere that heaven and earth don't pass away since the time of Yahweh or Jesus. Did heaven and earth pass away? And I know they said in Moses' time about the great flood and all of those things, and you know, different ancient history. They talking about a great flood that passed. But I hadn't heard about nothing else since then that heaven and earth passed away. But he said not one jot or one tittle to heaven and earth pass. So where y'all get this thing about you're not under the law no more? Oh, Paul. My bad. That's who told y'all. Paul said that. But this book even tells you, man, this is Christian theology book. As it says, Southern Baptist Theology Seminary 
even goes into I'm telling you, man, I got some theology books, Christian theology books. Y'all be surprised what they got in these books. And they know. So when these pastors go to these, what they call these seminaries or these cemeteries to teach y'all the deaf doctrine. Yeah, I said the cemetery. I got that from Dr. York and I heard him say it first. From these cemetery, what they call seminaries, the deaf doctrine. I mean, y'all would be surprised what they got in these damn books. What they what they learn, but they ain't gonna teach y'all what they learning because they trying to get this money out of y'all. They getting this false ass doctrine. And here's the thing again, y'all. This word soteriology. Let me spell it out. It's S O T E R I O L O G Y. One more time, y'all. Go please look this up. Please look this up so y'all can get a better understanding of what this Christianity doctrine all is, what it's all about, and where it's come from. S O T E R I O L O G Y. And here it is, what this book says. This is a theology book right here in itself. The Life Through Theology. This is the book I'm having here. It's Life Through Through Theology. And they talk about the division of systematic theology. And then one thing there is soteriology, the study of what God, man, Jesus Christ has done to solve humans, humankind, sin problem. The Greek soter means savior, saving mankind from his sin. So Greek soter meaning savior. So pay attention to why they're saying that Jesus is your Lord and your savior. Pay attention why they tell y'all that he's your Lord and savior. But there's a lot of things that's contrary to that. Uh, and I did have another scripture that I supposed to been read from Isaiah. Ah, man. Let me I find it. But, uh, you know, because there was something else I was I had read. I had a scripture, man. But I was trying to find out what I did with it, what I did with it. I thought I had bookmarked it, y'all. Forgive me. But, um, yeah, you got, man, we just got to get our study on, man. Get an open mind and... Uh, look at bro said, yeah. He said, I see that clear, yeah. Oh, damn. He said, damn, bro, Jay didn't get in. Oh, uh, damn. Uh, one second, trying to think. Uh, yeah, brother Jay didn't get in. Uh, he was trying to call in, but um, yeah, man, this, this thing here, man. Oh, here we go. I found. Oh, got it right on time. Okay, here you go. Uh, uh, Isaiah. So Jesus is y'all savior. Let's go. Let's go to Isaiah. It's supposed to be prophecy as well, right? The brother said Daniel. Isaiah prophecy is before Daniel's, according to how it's laid out. And y'all got to realize some of these things is organized by man, because these are letters and things. Uh, some people organized it, and they, because uh, you, you know your Protestant Bible. If you, I don't know how many y'all got a Torah or a Tanakh. A lot of the things how the Protestant Bible, these Christian Bibles that you have, it's not in, it's not categorized or in the in the order just like a Torah would be. You're gonna have your first five so-called first five books. It's gonna be in, it's gonna be you know deal with just like it is. You know Genesis, uh, Genesis, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, stuff like that. That's gonna be in that order like it, you know, like you have in that Christian Bible, what they call a Christian Bible, which there's really no such thing. Yes, really, honestly. But then all those other books are not going to be in that order. They're gonna they're gonna change. The order is gonna change because they're gonna put them in the, um, different categories. When you got things that's deal with prophecy, is gonna be in 
the order, like Isaiah, Daniels, and things of this nature, Jeremiah, they're going to be all in line with each other. When you got everything they're dealing with poetry, uh, which could be uh, Psalms. Psalms is different songs. Y'all got to understand that. So some people tell y'all manuscripts, and then they take you to the book of songs. Those are not those are not the word uh, or no law. These are songs of David and other musicians. Y'all please understand that. See, that's why y'all got to learn the Bible. Proverbs, wisdom, and things of that day. Songs of Solomon. It even got on there on the book, y'all. Songs of Solomon. So even when somebody quote y'all these things, and the Lord said in the book of Psalms, that's poetry. Those are songs that people are singing about Yahweh or the Creator. Understand that. So we ought to have a distinction of what's what's the word of Yah uh, been inscribed as saying that this is what we got to go through and what prophecy is. So understand the book, fam. This this clear cut. And this is what a lot of the arguments be out here, especially amongst the conscious community, because they don't understand the damn book. So they challenge other people that deal with the book because they don't understand it. They just find something that will fit their narrative and come out there and try to argue, argue with you about the book. So study, understand what the book is about, understand how the book is broken down, understand the language of it. Then you can come and try to, you know, ask questions about it. But if you don't understand the languages, you don't understand the terminologies and all of this stuff, man. And number one is, I would say right fast while I get into the scripture. If you don't if you don't study the Bible, you don't agree with it. And it's not your thing. If you just gonna say if you in Kemet. Per M. Haru, you got the um, they call it the Egyptian Book of the Dead. You got the Pyramid text. You supposed to got you got your books. So if you say the Bible is a bunch of bull, why you over here messing with the Bible? Why you messing with the Torah and saying it's not good for our people? Because number one is the Bible is the history of Israel or the Hebrews, primarily from front to back. If you don't agree with it. Leave it alone because it ain't for you because it's the people who do agree with it who's who's uh, into it. So even if y'all see the brothers on the corner, the Hebrews quoting from it and they talking about the people or Yashallah or Israel and they saying, brother, y'all got to come back and they trying to teach, you know, teaching from it. Look, those who they said it, the, 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 the sheep would know the, the sheep would know the shepherd's voice. I forgot how I go. Y'all I'm trying to get it right. Ain't, ain't no good quota off the top of the dome, but they said the sheep knows the shepherd's voice. That's it. The sheep knows the shepherd's voice. So those who are out here, because it says the children of Israel, who they would no longer know they who they are. And we have truly lost it. We say that over here, man. And they're doing slavery. We lost our language. We lost, we lost our land. We lost our language. Here we lost our minds. We lost everything. Our fork ways, our more ways. So we're trying to find out who we are. So those out here and those brothers who found out and they say, well, hey, man, I'm an Israelite. And they're out here preaching this. And those who it resonate with, it might wake them up. You know what? I can vibe with that. Yeah. I, and they come into the fold. If you don't, man, why are you going to argue with them brothers on it? You got your thing. Go over here and do your thug thizzle. Teach and, and this is the problem I'm seeing with my my, my Kemet brothers and sisters. Y'all not teaching out of none of those books. You not you, you know I was looking to a video today where they was bringing up talking about the laws of my art. 
A brother brought up about the statutes, laws, and commandments. Well, you know, we all, that came, y'all, that wasn't in the Bible first. That came from uh, the laws of Ma'at. Well, I, I have to ask this question. We don't need no Bible to teach us. Well, why in the hell? I got to really say, well, why in the hell y'all ain't teaching this in the conscious community? Why y'all ain't teaching it in the, in, in the comedic community then? If it came from that, because here it is. The Israelites or the Hebrews are trying to teach our people to get back into some righteousness, some similarities of righteousness with, the, with these laws. If y'all had it first, why aren't the hell are you teaching your people this? Because our people are gone goddamn crazy out here. They don't have no moral codes of conduct out here. And even you say, we don't need no Bible. Okay, it's, you say it's in us. Well, goddamn it, let it come out of you and start making these things manifest in your actions. Oh, you don't need the book. But damn it, just do it then. Be like Nike. Just come on out and do it then. I can, if you don't, I can understand you don't need the book. But just do it then. What's the problem with you doing it? But you only bring that out when a Hebrew brother come out and start saying this. And they're saying this is the Lord. I mean, this is the word of the Most High Yah. Then y'all want to come out and start. But you're not living up to the tenders of what you got. And here's them. Why? Where are our... <sighs> Where are the comedic temples at? I'm trying. I'm, I'm bringing this out for a reason, because we're going to beat up on somebody. Where are the comedic temples at? Where you can go in and teach? If all of the Bible is bull crap, it's bull crap. It ain't no good. It's a bunch of bull that, as y'all say, that the white man don't made up, and he got it. He fooling the he fooling black people with this. He using y'all. He's controlling y'all with this Bible. Okay, if y'all got the true answers over there in, in, in Kemet, because I practiced that, y'all. Y'all already know under Sunray. Yeah, I was in all that. But you get tired of the bullshiggity, and you, get, you, you start to wake up sometime. You start to see. That's why I'm no longer with all that. I still got the doctrine. I, I understand some of it. I, understand, I mean, I understand the tendons of it. It could be a beautiful thing if practiced in the right way. And not just a hashtag thing, just not wearing the unks. There's customs, there's rituals, and all of these type of things that go with this. So, Rena, where I'm going is that when you see the, 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 the Hebrew community, they have stores, they have uh, schools where they're teaching this Bible. They're teaching the Bible. They're teaching how to break down going into the Torah. They're teaching the language. Where, Kim and brother, this is where y'all fall short. Where are y'all buildings? Where are y'all lodges? Where, I mean, not lodges. Well, you could say lodges or temples. I'm just at temples. Where if you got this true information, if Kimmon is the truth, and I'm not trying to beat up on y'all, but I'm just trying to make y'all see something. When you're challenging people on something, you're calling bullshiggity. That means you're supposed to have something to uh, bring the people into the truth. Like I said, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, only thing you got to – you ain't got to – just put a clean glass up to a dirty glass and let the people choose. Put the clean glass up, glass of water, up to a dirty glass and let the people choose. You ain't got to go out here and beat down on everybody because of what they believe in. Let them choose. Put the clean against the dirty. Put the truth against the falsehood and the people will choose. So y'all need to start opening up some temples where you can go in and have some like congregational things and come together. I'm trying to help y'all out on this one. When you come together, 
because they had temples and stuff and things that they did, rituals and custom. But y'all come together with your doctrine, practices, spiritual practices. And but if people can learn more about it, getting into learning about the spiritual practice of what Kimmy was about, what so-called Egypt was about, the spiritual practices, because they did. And learn about that. And maybe y'all can even start having, like y'all see the Hebrew groups, you might got a uh, IU, uh, uh, IUS, ah, I forget all how, how you going to say it, all y'all. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, AOC or something. They might be in New York. Then they got a branch over here in, 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 in New Jersey, Baltimore. Kim and y'all should be doing that. You should have things set up like that. If, if, if y'all the truth, if Kim is the truth, and you got to beat down on the brothers and sisters with the Bible. This bull crap is made up by white folks. Y'all should have something to counteract this bull crap then. That's what y'all got to do. But there's there's no comedic temples, major temples. Good brother Jabari. Supposed to be one of the chemic scholars out here. Come on, cat. I know you got some of the things y'all do. Y'all got to come on on a massive level. So y'all got the truth. Y'all got to spread this thing. Since if y'all the truth, other than that, leave it alone. Leave these brothers and sisters alone with it. Because you know what? Because the thing about here is you got a lot of brothers who went in the Hebrew doctrine. Even with them with the nation of Islam who were drug dealers, who were women abusers, who were cr- you know, uh, all kind of gangbangers, all kind of, man, degenerate people in society. And a lot of these things that be with the Bible, man, change a lot of people's lives, brothers and sisters. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. It ain't like I'm spooked out like I'm, I'm thinking, man, God going to throw me in the hell because, you know, if I don't do this. No, it ain't like that. I just understand it and link up with it and understand a lot of these things is line up with nature. The teachers in here line up with with nature, the rules of nature. I ain't got no business trying to sleep with my, because even, even in the Bible, a lot of the sexual immorality. My brother got his wife. I shouldn't be sleeping with, trying to sleep with my brother's wife. But damn, that's in the Bible. That's in the Torah. But naturally... I know I shouldn't be doing that because I know that's my brother. But the Torah even make emphasize it because maybe somebody was doing these type of things. It had to be notated that that's wrong, brother. Thou should not steal. You shouldn't be out here stealing folk stuff. Naturally, you know you shouldn't take nothing that don't belong to you. Don't put your hands, like mama and them said, don't put your hands on stuff that don't belong to you. Naturally, you should know that's wrong, but it had to be written. Don't do that. That's not right, brother. Don't. That's not right, sister. A lot of these things, family, it just should be laws of nature. And that's primarily what it is. But it's written down. And we say it's the word of God and things that we should do. Y'all, we can, we can, y'all say it's spookism or whatever you want to say. But damn it, okay, just link it up to nature then. I think it is, just do it. If y'all say the book, we don't need the damn book. And I've listened to a show today, like the same show, but it had some, I know it was some ex-Nawabians, unks around their damn neck. 
<laughs> you know, I see more damn onks now than I see. I see more onks around here on people's necks, earrings, than I see the crosses on Christians. I don't even see too many Christians wearing crosses no more. I see a lot of goddamn onks around here. <laughs> and and our and, and our society, the black community, is in shambles, is in turmoil, is in goddamn it pure chaos. So some some going on, like Keith Sweat said, something something just ain't right with Kemet then, with all of them goddamn onks and things on that people try to say, some ain't right. But let me give y'all this some right fast, man. Go back. Let me get back on point. Isaiah uh, 43 and 10 says, going but the Savior. I got to go back up top. I go back. I see something different here. Let's go back to 43 and 3. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, the Savior. I gave Israel for my ran- I mean Egypt for my ransom, Ethiopia and the Sabians for thee. Uh, I am the Holy One of Israel. Does Savior? This ain't this ain't the New Testament. This this each. I mean um, Isaiah. Let's drop down again. Let's go down to uh, forty-three and ten. Yea, ye are my witness, says the Lord of Yahweh, my servant. I am. Uh, I am now. I have chosen that ye know and believe me and understand that I am He. Before me there was no God form. Neither shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord. And besides me, there is no Savior. So, wait a minute. Hold up. He said, there is no Savior. And even in the book of Malachi, when you go to the book of Malachi, Malachi is another name for my angel. The book of Malachi said, I am the Lord and I change not. So, wait a minute. If he changed not, he said, I am the Lord and I change not. But here he said that that I am the Lord. There was no God before me, and there won't be one after me. And he said, I am, there is no Savior. There is no Savior but him. So wait a minute. How y'all get to this whole thing that, a.k.a. Yahawashah, was the Savior? And I hear that even Christians teach that in the beginning, Jesus was the one who was creating all things in the beginning. So y'all get that going back to John's again when John get to saying that in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. And see, then y'all go and drop down where you go to 14, John uh, 1 and 14, where it says in the word became fleshed and dwelt among us. See, y'all take that and perceive that meaning. See, by him being the word and he was in the beginning with God and he was God. See, that was Jesus creating in the book of Genesis when he said, let there be light and there was light and let there be ocean. Let there be birds. See, that was Jesus doing all that because he was the word. Wrong. Wrong. See, that's 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 how y'all been misled, being misfed by this information. Y'all got to go back and start getting y'all some good books, good studying the languages, going back into the Hebrew, really going back way, way, way back into a lot of the ancient Hebrew and things of this nature, and really get y'all some dictionaries and start studying. You can have a teacher or whatever. That's, That's cool. 
But y'all got to start studying for yourself. That's the key right there. Start studying for yourself. And most definitely, though, when you study, man, meditate. What do you say, man? Pray, I send out solitude and meditate. And first of all, I, first of all, I will always say, though, before you read and study, always ask for wisdom, the wisdom and knowledge, for the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding. We just say understanding or understanding, however y'all want to say it, so you can be able to understand the word. Always ask that. Always ask for that wisdom, the knowledge, and the understanding to help me please understand these words and understand what's being said in these words. And even when you study it, man, like I said, get your Bible, get your dictionary. Whatever, and now we got all these computers. You got you got the blue letter uh, blue letter Bible. You can go into the look it up on blue letter Bible online, and you can look up certain words, and you can have them um, just say of something that, like they say, the Old Testament, as they call the Old Testament, was written in uh, Hebrew. If you look up a word that just said the word God. And you can highlight it and go to the strong concordance and look that word up and it'll break down what it meant in Hebrew. And even in the New Testament, you know, so-called New Testament, it says it was translated in Greek, later translated in Greek before in English and whatnot. You can look up certain words and see what it did it say in the Hebrew. I mean, the Greek. So you th- th- there's no excuses today, man, why you shouldn't be able to understand these type of things. There's a lot of different books. Like I said, this book I got, uh, uh, Christian History Made e- Easy. I'm not a Christian, but damn it, I got different books on Christianity. I got the different books on all of it because he as a student, and that's why I'm a student of information. I'm trying to learn, man. I'm trying to know. If for, for In order for me to know how to improve my life and make my life better, you know what I'm saying? And even me to come here and talk, I got to be, like I said, how can one teach unless one been taught? So I gotta learn, man, and 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 I'm I know that I'm always a student, so I'm always getting the proper tools I need to to research and 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 study. So, but I always get you uh on get you you can get you a, a strong concordance, you can get you a strong concordance as well. Get your tools, man. Get your tools, sisters and brothers, so you can be able to study and quit letting people mis misguide you and leading you in the wrong rex- direction. And misquoting things to you. Start looking up these things for yourself. We, you know, we always preach this on here on Liberation Tabernacle Ministries. Whether we was culture freedom, whatever. Y'all please do that. Because, number one, I like what Dr. York used to say. That's your soul. Nobody's responsible for your soul but you. That's your soul. You only got one. Take care of that one. Take care of that one soul that you got. You know, a lot of people ain't got good intentions out here when they come down to teaching things. They don't have the right life. Everybody, you know, you got some people got right intentions, and they just probably been misguided. But you got some people deliberately out here teaching wrong information, man, on purpose. They doing a lot of things for monetary gains. So do yourself a favor because this your life. It's your life. Study for yourself. If no, if nobody, if, if you ain't doing it for your sister, your daughter, your your wife, you got to do it for yourself first. You can't liberate no goddamn body else if you ain't free first. 
free yourself. Harry Tugman, Sister Harry Tugman freed herself before she started trying to free anybody else. So y'all got to do that for yourself, man. Free your soul, free your mind. Get yourself in order, man. Please study, man. Understand these type of things. It's soteriology. It was all about a salvation doctrine. I was talking about earlier. It was all about a salvation doctrine, how they wanted to have this whole doctrine about salvation, about salvation. Saving souls. That's why you understand that even the thing, the whole thing about what they say Yahshua or your Yahweh Shah was always fighting. And and it's, it's it's funny how we do that today. We fight against we fight with knowledge. And we all even understand reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you'll see what so called Jesus Christ or Yahweh Shah Mashiach was fighting against the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the Sanhedrins. He was fighting against those uh, 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 scholars of law of that day. They was arguing even in that day over the laws. How are we going to do this? How are we going to just like damn near today? You got the Democrats and the Republicans that's fighting on how they're going to rule this government that's going to affect your life. So even when it was dealing with the laws, that was dealing with Yashallah, which is Israel. Of how that the people was going to govern themselves, dealing with the laws, statutes, and commandments, and things of this nature of Israel, Yashallah, they were fighting. Y'all go and look up about the Sanhedrins. Go and look up about the Pharisees. Go and look up about these, uh, 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 what was it? Um, it was another one. I forget. But look those people up. Even look up about the Essenes. The Essenes. Y'all don't, I don't know if y'all know about the Essenes. Look those people up and understand. Was a lot of fighting going on. Paul, even him, Paul, was a Pharisee. So a lot of people had a lot of, um, like I said, bad intentions when it came to even this word. Paul didn't have a good intention on trying to, because notice this: the Pharisees was always in opposition against everything. That the Messiah was bringing Always in opposition And just so happened Oh Paul Who was a Pharisee himself And now it's understandable Why he Changed the The doctrine Of um, what the Messiah Was coming to bring It's, 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 It's understandable Why he wasn't teaching That he said that It's not it's not fitting for me to teach on another man's foundation where another man had set his foundation. But you're supposed to be, but you're supposed to, Paul, be trying to um, following in the footsteps of, as, you, as he's supposed to say it, of so-called Jesus. But you're saying that you're not going to build on another man's foundation. So you can't be, you couldn't be. And let me see, let me go here. Is is Acts, is Romans 11 and 5. I'm just thumbing through, trying to go through some Paul books. Um, Romans 11 and 13. For I speak to you Gentiles in as much as I am an apostle of the Gentiles. I magnify my office. Mine office. Y'all heard that? Let me get this other Jewish book. Let me get this Jewish Bible. I'm going to get y'all some different. 
some different perspective with this one. That's King James. Let me go ahead to this this other Bible. I got this study Bible because I got to, I want to break this down real good. Listen what he said. Now wait a minute, wait a minute, little Paul. I thought you supposed to be teaching and bringing the information, the gospel according to. Now now y'all pay attention to that. The gospel according to Yahweh and I'm gonna give you Jesus. According to Jesus, his gospel, his good news that he got from God. Because what did Jesus say earlier? I gave you all the scripture earlier. And uh, John 5 and 19, it says, I do nothing of myself, but what I see the Father do, I do. So he's giving you the, the words that so-called Jesus got from his father, Yahweh, the Most High. But Paul come here and say, that I speak to you Gentiles, not house of Israel, not tribe of Israel, not what they call Judah or Yahuda. He says, and as much I am the apostle, apostle of the Gentiles, I magnify mine office, not God's office, not Yahweh Jesus' office, but his office, he magnified his own thing. He like heavy D. He doing his own thing. He doing his own thing. He ain't coming get in a man the, the, the truth, man, according to Jesus or Yahweh This is the other book right here. This is the other study Bible, the same scripture. It says, In that case, I say, isn't it that they have stumbled and with the result that they have, I mean, let me see, that's the wrong thing. Yeah. They're just reading different. Uh, they have fallen. Make sure I'm reading the right one. Wrong verse, wrong verse, wrong verse, brother. Go ahead. Skip on down. However, to those who of you who are Gentiles, I say this, since myself am an admission sent to the Gentiles, I make known the importance of my work and the hope, that somehow I provoke some of my people to jealousy and save some of them. Whoa, wait a minute. God damn. This is real interesting. Let me see. Let me go back, y'all. Maybe I left them. Oh, I skipped. I went to 14. But that's good. He says, and hope that somehow I provoke some of my own people to jealousy and to save some of them. Damn, Paul, wait a minute. Why you... What you talking about? You trying to make somebody jealous so you can save them? Damn, that's how we say save folks. Jealousy make envy and strife, don't it? If I'm jealous of you, I might want to kill you, dog. I might want to kill you and take what you got. So wait a minute, hold up. Now this here book, let me tell y'all the name of this Bible again. See, I told y'all somebody got all kind of Bible. This is the complete Jewish study Bible. Insight for Jews and Christians, illuminating the Jewishness of God's word. <laughs> that what it say, y'all. And it's from a Jewish, some of these words from a Jewish perspective. But uh, some of the terminologies, some of the words, but I like how they break some of them down. But again, though, he says, however, to those of you who are Gentiles, I say this, since myself and an admission sent to the Gentiles, Known the importance of my work, my work. See, that sounds like some egotistical bull. Cause even right, see y'all see how that is. See, you see the difference between Yahweh Shah and what Yahweh Shah has said. 
going back again, one more time, y'all, five and nine. I do nothing of myself, but what the Father do, I do. Paul said the importance of my work. He glorifying his own self. He glorifying what he do. Uh-uh. Y'all wish I didn't do that. He ain't do nothing of that. See, and then another part where you go to uh, uh, John 4 and 23, where he even talked about when you worship the Father in spirit and in truth. See, he always highlighted the Most High, a.k.a. Yahweh Shah Jesus. He didn't, he didn't glorify himself. He glorified the Father for the work that he did. Hmm? That's what he always did. But Paul, and he, he, he was coming with some old, totally different. Uh, let's see. I'm going to give y'all one more thing. I'm going to give y'all one more. Okay. Uh-uh. Check this one out. Okay. Uh-oh. Here we go. This is Romans 16 and 25. Here's another one. Old Paul. I got a bunch of them on Paul, y'all. Now to him, that is of power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelations of the mysteries, which was kept since the beginning. But this is the point I'm trying to highlight here. I thought it was, I thought, like I said earlier, y'all, I thought it was the gospel according to Jesus Christ. But what did he say? Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my doctrine. I told this, this dude got big ego problem. This dude about me, myself, and I, all about him. According to his doctrine. And there's another part that says that God should judge you according to his doctrine. Let me go to this Jewish Bible, this book I've got, the other one. Let me give y'all this one. Same, same verse. It says, now to God who can strengthen you according to my good news and harmony with the revelations of of the secret truth which is proclaimed of Yahshua the Messiah. This is what this one says, Yahshua. Kept hidden in silence from age, but strengthen you. But now God can strengthen you according to my good news. Not Jesus' good news. Not Yahweh's good news, but Paul's good news. Y'all see this? The father of Christianity. Or you can say Judaic Christism because it kind of started off in that way. The Judaic Christian doctrine. Old brother Paul. He ain't my damn brother, but brother Paul. And you can understand why. Okay, here's another one, y'all. What I gave y'all first. Notate that one. That was Romans 16 and 25. Where he said his gospel. That was that one right there. Let me give you another one right fast. Just said there wasn't no fluke. Let's go back to Romans 2 and 16. And here we go again. This is what I said earlier. In the days when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my doctrine. I mean, my gospel, Shalakia. My gospel. That's that one. That's the regular one. I got to go to this other one. I got to give y'all the other one. The other version. So we're going to make sure, y'all, because I don't want y'all to think about somebody playing with y'all and trying to trick y'all here. Uh, trying to pull no fugazi. Let's see. What was I at? 16, 16, 16. This is from the Jewish Bible. 
um, on that day when God passes judgment on the people in the most secret, according to the good news, as I proclaim it, he does through the Messiah Jesus. Y'all see that? According to the good news, as I proclaim it, I thought he was walking in the way of Jesus Christ. Because he said he met Jesus on the roadside in Damascus. Now, if y'all studied that whole thing about Paul meeting Jesus on the roadside, the man told the damn story, three different versions of what happened, how he's supposed to meet Jesus on the roadside. Y'all go and look those scriptures up. Look up just Paul meeting Jesus on the roadside, his uh, what they call that conversion or whatever he had. And notice, man, y'all got to go back and understand that he said at the beginning that how he he was a Hebrew. Now, remember, remember now, he was an Israelite, part Israelite, half-breed. Remember, he said when in Acts, it talked about how he was persecuting the church. He was persecuting the church. said how he was killing Christians. What? And, and, and they weren't Christians, really. But at the time that they were killing the people who were following the Messiah, the teaching of the Messiah, uh, uh, Yahweh Shammashiach, a.k.a. Jesus, they was killing. I mean, he was there. They was killing them, killing the people who followed that doctrine. He was murdering them for following his ways and following his doctrine. Remember now, he was a, a Pharisee. They didn't like Jesus. They didn't like Yahweh the Pharisee. He was always in opposition. So it would find it fitting that they would be out there persecuting and locking the people up who followed his way. Because if they didn't like him, you know damn well they weren't going to like his followers who were still following his teaching even after he was uh, murdered. I ain't going to get into all that crucifixion, but after he was murdered for his teaching. They, so it was fitting that Paul would persecute those people, and he did. He would change the teaching, come with a whole different doctrine, because now notice y'all get any kind of map, get a Bible map, and look up Paul's mission. Let me let me see. I got a map on the back of this, and look up Paul's mission, and you look up the early. They, you they got in some of these Bibles. You look up the mission of. Of um in the places that so-called Jesus or Yahawashai, where he ministered at, he was always in that um, area right now. They saying where Israel is located in that all in that whole area of Judea and places of that nature. But Paul took his mission all up through Rome, through Greece, all of those places. Y'all look it up on a map, Macedonia. Uh, 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 like I said, Antioch, Cyprus. He was all up in those regions over there. He was never journeying. He never journeyed. He was not missionary. He didn't go down. To, he wasn't down in Israel. He wasn't down in Judea. He wasn't down in none of those places where those other disciples were mission, uh, doing they, they had the teaching and uh, walking in the steps where Yahweh was teaching. Because if he had it, they knew that the stuff that he was teaching was bull crap. It wasn't falling in line 
they was coming with something totally new and maybe his ass would have got persecuted and his ass would have got ridiculed. But they did. They did. They got his ass. They hung him, put his ass in jail and all that. Y'all know he went to jail too. He should have. He rightly so should have. But I'm trying to see that's another one. But that's that's what it is, man. So that's why you got a lot of confusion with this Bible, man, because if y'all don't got to understand, you got to go back to the Hebrew way of the Bible was actually taught and how the Hebrews were teaching this thing. Because even though it says the Bible and y'all see this thing as the Bible and you see Hebrews with it in their hand and you see Christians with it in their hand, that's going to be totally different teachings or interpretations of what it's saying because as this other book was saying earlier uh what i do with it what i do with it no what i do with it the jesus book no i didn't know what i did with it it ran away y'all i don't even know what i did with the book but (laughs) but as it was saying earlier how the the christians got away from the, I'm trying to, I got it now. I found it. I found it. I found it. Somebody put it back. Satan put it back, y'all. Satan put it back. I had to run off with it. I'm just messing with y'all. But here you go. Go back to this book. It says, yet according to the Jewish leaders, Christians were renegades who who had abandoned the ancient and uh, vulnerable Jewish faith. So they had abandoned it. So, you know, came up with your own thing. So if you abandon it, if you following after Yahshua or Yahawashah, the Messiah and his way that he was teaching, and you following that, and then you abandon that teaching and start bringing on some new, you ain't following the way of the Messiah no more. You doing your thing. So you can't say that you, um, they got the whole thing Christ out of, out of order anyway. But it's Messiah. But so you can't say that you following Yahshua's way or the, the Messiah's way or you following this. Per- and I'll give y'all another example right fast. You, you even with with the brothers and sisters in the nation of Islam. Because a lot of things now have changed from the teaching of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and Farrakhan got his own way that he's doing things now. And, you know, the way he's teaching and, not, and some things are out of order from the way the honorable Elijah Muhammad taught. He brought on a new doctrine. So can you truly say that you're teaching the teaching of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad? Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, I'm giving you the life teaching as it was given to me by God, which he said his God was Farad Muhammad that gave to him. But you go and flip the script and you start teaching something totally different. Can you say that you're truly teaching in the way or you walking in the footsteps of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad? A lot of people say, you know, in this conscious community, we're walking in the footsteps of our elders. And as I was talking to my good brother, Jay Haru, the other day when they were saying that, and people say that we're walking in the footsteps of our elders, but you you really not because you go and look and as I was talking about and we they talk about Egypt with Kemet when you go and talk about you walking in the footsteps of your elders or your African traditional uh your African way I'm an African but you're not following any African tradition you're not following the dress code you're not you're not eating any uh African traditional food you're not doing none of that you run around here with Versace on you run around here with Gucci on you got all of your damn snakeskin boots. Are you truly saying you walking in the footsteps of your ancestors? No, the hell you not. You just becoming another goddamn hashtag. You just a hashtag. 
you just sound good. You just want to put on the, the uniform, but you don't want to do the duty. Follow the handbook. And when you take a job, they give you an employee handbook. And there's many obligations that you have to follow when they give you that handbook. There's rules and regulations that you have to follow when you're given, start a job, and they give you a handbook. You violate a lot of them laws or them rules in that handbook. They, they can fire your ass. They write you up a couple of times maybe, but then they fire your ass if you don't follow them rules. So a lot of us, we want to wear the uniform, but we don't want to come to work and do the goddamn work. We we walk around the street with the uniform on, but we ain't we, we actually ain't there working at that job. So that's a lot of the things we walk around here with these uniforms on in these spiritual practices where we got the unks on. We got the we whole tip, my brother. Assalamu alaikum, my brother. You know, all of these things that we can say, but we ain't walking in the way that we supposed to be walking with these traditions as the ancestors did who created these practices and these spiritual systems. So are you really walking in the way of your ancestors, walking in the footsteps of your ancestors? I can say a lot of times, hail to the Nizal. Hail to the Nizal, we ain't. Got to be honest. I could tell the truth. I could tell you a lie. I'd rather not tell you a lie because it's been lied to too damn much. I don't get nothing out of it. <laughs> Look, I don't get paid out of this one way or another, so I'd rather tell you the truth. Because y'all want you to catch me up in no lie and, and say, I wrong your soul. I taught you something that misguided you. I taught you something wrong, your soul, because I know damn well I don't want to be lied to either. That's why now I'm going, we're going to go into these things and look at this. And I ain't going to say, man, y'all look, go and check these things out, man. Research this stuff for yourself, sisters and brothers. Quit letting yourself, quit allowing yourself to be lied to, whether it's intentionally or unintentionally. Quit letting yourself be being lied to. But you can't get mad. Man, he did me wrong. Well, no, no, you got to look at it. You allowed yourself because you had the opportunity. And, and like I said, now with all this modern technology, there's no damn way that you, 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 you don't know or you don't have the opportunity to research and find out. Look it up for yourself. Find out. And another thing with this this Bible... I would say, uh, for me, would make me resonate with it. And I've been, I mean, always have. But for a while, when I even started studying it, and no matter what school of thought I went to, it always resonated with me. And it really now is a lot of things is really going in, and I'm looking at it, and even more and more and more. Um, is is a lot of stuff in here that does resonate with us as a people that. The people that saying that this book, they are the people of the book. They are God's chosen. None of this line up with them. The good, the bad, the ugly, fam. It it, it lines up with us. The slavery, the the hard headedness of us. And yeah, we are a hard head ass people, man. Y'all see we see we want to see that's, that's that's another thing. See we like to romanticize and 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 make like everything is. I got to use one of them old school words. Everything was hunker dory with us, man. We always been a good ass people, man. We ain't did nothing wrong. We ain't did nothing wrong on the up as a people, man. We've been some good folks on this planet. That's a damn flat foot lie, man. 
we are going through a lot of stuff in our lives right now because a lot of things as a people, man, that individually and as a nation of people and as a group of people, just primarily, because a lot of things that we have done. I go back to again and what I was talking about in the book of Genesis, man, how it says. As we as a like God gave and I got to go back to the lessons and let me go back how it always talking about y'all hear me say this a lot, how we like to say that we are the first man and woman on this planet Earth. The God, we are the original man and woman. So we were the original man and woman and we was given a duty to uphold on this planet. Because it says we were given power and dominion. The Bible and the Quran speaks of these things. How we was given power and dominion over these type of things. So we're supposed to be the caretakers of this planet Earth. Black man and woman. Tony, y'all. The caretakers on this planet Earth. If you're going to say you're the original man and woman, you was given caretakership of this planet. Things you're supposed to do on this planet. But you allowing it to be destroyed by people who wasn't given rulership or um, the commandments that she was given. It's just like man would do, and we blame AKA white man for his, all that he's doing on the planet. And I got to throw this in there. We blame him for his destruction that he's doing on the planet. Well, see what he's doing? He's destroying the earth. He's doing this. He's doing that. But hold up. Let's go back again. Let's use Adam and Eve again. Man was told. Man was told. The male was told, according to that, you shouldn't eat of this tree. But the woman went ahead and did it. She was seduced by Shaitan, as it says in the scripture. She was seduced. So then when she took that fruit and gave it to the man, the man, what he did, he punked out. See, that's that damn woman you gave me. See, that's the, that's the, I ate it because she gave it to me. He punked out and like, you know what? I slipped up, Moha. You know what? You told me, but you know what? I ain't. Damn, I ain't even tell her. I forgot to tell her. I my bad, my bad. I, I'm my fault. I'm the man. I'm responsible. I'm the head. I'm the head of this head household. I take responsibility. I take full responsibility. No, he punked out. He did the punk roll. See, that's that woman. See there, that woman, man. She responsible for all that. See, the woman is the weaker vessel. See, see. I told you, man. These women ain't no goddamn good. And we still, a lot of us men, we still do that today. But that's another whole story. So I use that to say that in the same story, that's how we do with the AKA so-called white man. We were given rulership on this planet if we're going to say we the original man. And when he's doing his destruction, see, that's that goddamn white man tearing up this. He's doing all this. But you were given rulership. Shouldn't you be a, hey, bro, hey, man, hey, ho, ho, dog, ho, bro. Man, quit spraying them goddamn chemtrails in the air, bro. Man, you messing up the planet at the ozone layer, man. You 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 messing up stuff, man. You messing up folk allergies. Man, you, look here, man. You Look here, bro. You got to cut that out, though. Man, you killing fish. You you killing the birds. Look here, man. All them artificial food at GMO. Man, y'all got to cut that out, dog. Man, God didn't tell y'all. Look, man, the most I told us, man, look here, bro. The most I told us, man, look here, bro. We the caretakers of this thing, man. We finna let y'all mess this planet up, man. Y'all made that harp. Y'all cut the plug. But y'all unplug that motherfucker, man. Cut that goddamn harp off, bro. Y'all messing with the planet, bro. Y'all destroying this planet, man. Look here. We were here, man. God told us to do this here. He left me in charge. Like, like a student in the classroom. The teacher leave you in charge while she going to the office or something. You, man, student get out of line. You right there, ain't now. Uh, 
Hey, you talking in class? Teacher said don't talk. I'm finna write your name down. When she come back in here, I'm gonna tell her your ass in here talking. Write their name down. Look, man, y'all gotta understand this thing. So black man and woman, I'm gonna tell y'all, man, wait. That's why the most high was saying he he chose you as his special people. Here you go, right here. Do the Roman. Oh, do the Roman seven and six. For thou art a holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God has chosen thee to be a special people unto him above all people that are upon the face of the earth. If you appear special people, why in the hell you ain't acting like it? He gave you a duty, he gave you an obligation, and then he gave you some rewards. If you follow me, you could man, look, I got you. I got special favors with you. If you just do what I ask you to do, we can do it. We said, yeah, 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 yeah. We got that. Oh, man, that, that sounds good. We got a contract, contract with God, man. We do this here, and we ain't never live up to the goddamn, obli- we ain't been living up to the ob- uh, uh, obligation. And we wonder why we getting our teeth knocked in. We wonder why we getting our asses whooped by everybody all over the planet. The black man, no matter where he is, and woman all over the planet getting our asses whooped. I know it's sounding hard, y'all. This is uncomfortable conversation. But we got to look at what we're doing on this planet and what we ain't doing on this planet. Look, take, like Michael Jackson said, black family, we got to take a look at the man and the woman in the mirror and ask yourself, do you like what you see? And goddammit, when you look in the mirror and you see that you don't like what you see, Mike also said, you're going to have to change your ways. Until we change our ways, we're going to keep on getting our ass whooped by everybody on this goddamn planet Earth. Even nature going to whoop your backside. So we got to get our asses back in order, family, because if we saying we are God's chosen people, God's favorite people, we are the first people on this planet Earth. God damn it, let's get back to where we're supposed to be. Get back on the throne and start acting right and being the perfect example to society that we are supposed to be. Look, we acting foolish. Look, if everybody else... They say we say we look to the black man for inspiration. If the black man is acting a, and woman out here acting a damn fool, how you think the rest of the world gonna act? So if we get our act in order and get ourselves back in order, everybody else gonna have to come on along. Cause we say everybody else stole information from us because they like what we were doing. So we get back on track and start getting back into some righteousness and start living right, damn it, maybe they're going to start stealing that and they're going to start living right them damn selves. But if we acting a damn fool, they're going to act a fool because they're going to say, God damn it, it's good enough for them, it's good enough for us. Man, y'all, Liberation Tabernacle Ministries in this house right here with Chief Rabbi David Israel and your brother high priest, brother Ariyah, Yahawadah, uh, Yasha Allah, man. Hey, man, I thank y'all for tuning in tonight, man. Hey, let's get back in the order, man. Let's get back to practice, man. Most definitely, y'all. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.